Hello. I would like to begin this episode by thanking some people, people like Ben Comby, KL, Katie Coleman, Red Filter, and Frank Horrigan. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and kicked us some money to support this show and a bunch of other shows on the network. We really appreciate it. Once again, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are continuing and concluding our discussion of Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together. Uh, this is part two. Won't make any sense without part one. No, go back. Listen to it. We, could we no, talk about yeah, the mechanics? No. Yep. I don't think anybody ever does that, mm-hmm. but we always warn them. Yeah. There's yeah. always going to be a first. Always going to be a first. And these are always uh, at least somewhat cumulative. Uh, cumulative. Yes. There we go. Uh, it's exceptionally important in this case to do that because individual, you know, this game has a lot of battles and I think that we're both on the same page as saying that it drags a bit at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, so some of these battles that are in this game, we're going to scoop by with some quickness. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to have a frame of reference for what those are, um, that's going to show up in episode one. Yes. There are a good number of them that are, that are just, uh, tactics, ogre ass battles. Um, And that is all there is to say about them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Additionally, uh, you know, this episode is going to be structured a little bit differently because of the way the game uh, branches. Uh, So Mm -hmm. at the end of last episode, we were uh, kind of leading the rise of the Wallister, this uh, uh, kind of oppressed ethnic group on the uh, island continent of Valeria. Um, and in the process of doing that, we were asked to prosecute a war crime and whether or not we decided to do that, uh, kind of split us into law and chaos paths. Yes. Um, even, yeah, even though there is a neutral path and I don't exactly know how to get into it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, so yeah, I didn't find you, that. You can only get to it from the chaos path. Um, okay. And there's an option that you are given toward the end of chapter two. Two, gotcha. That will take so you. That, yeah, that's. I thought that would put me back on the law path. No. So that's. I, I didn't take that option because mm-hmm. uh, it would be uh, feckless. Yeah, it would so. be. It would be a really bad choice to make. Yes. Yeah, it'd be craven. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh huh. The so I didn't do it. But yeah, we're we're talking about law and chaos. And what's interesting is uh, in looking at this stuff, a lot of the maps are the same. Mm-hmm. And the the battles aren't all that different. It's just like the context that surrounds them. Yes. So this is going to be a thing where like a lot of the times the battles we're going to talk about are pretty similar. 
you know, maybe a unit might be different mm-hmm. uh, depending on what side we're on, but the narrative is what's different. So we both got notes about our individual paths. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to try to do is not turn this into like a total pinga de ponge, <laughs> like, you know, well, in this version, this happened and uh-huh. that version that happened. Like we're going to zoom out a little bit mm-hmm. and move a little bit broad strokes, sir. And uh, the re- reason being is otherwise we'll be here all day. And at least for the chaos route, the big plot things are cool. Mm-hmm. I, I would say most of the fights are uh, a headhunter or army person finds me by coincidence. Uh-huh. And I fight them and they won't listen to me when I tell them that I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> and that happens an embarrassing number of times. Yes. And on the law uh, path, the the big stuff is pretty cool. However, most of the time it is okay to advance the cause we need to reach this town or castle and take it and the mm-hmm. battles are just along the way we are stopped by just ragtag gangs of people who want to stop us yeah there's also like just speed bumps yeah you know, it's a it's a weird thing where like this game when i was playing it you know i, I came away from it feeling like you know fairly positive like moderately positive mm-hmm. about it Reading about it and compiling the no- these notes made me really cranky. <laughs> uh, and part of it is just because I was uh, predisposed to crank. Mm-hmm. But also, I was just like, man, like, I wanted to take an editor to this. Yeah. Because just, you know, all these, like, did the, did the Beastmaster guy really need to come back? Yeah. Old you know? Gamp. Yeah. Yeah, old Gamp. Like, the the Pokemon element of this, of, like, the, the Suikoden, go recruit as many people as you can, mm-hmm. really adds very little. Yeah. Uh, to this, like I managed to do uh, a couple of the optional recruitments mm-hmm. in this path and at no point, uh, none of them are worth it yeah. that I did. Like none of them were better than my generics. I've been raising the whole game. Right. Um, they started in unique classes that were level one, you know, go back mm-hmm. to the last episode to hear about that. But it was just like, why would I, this is so hard to do and so artificial. Yeah. And even when I do it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Who is this for? This element <laughs> of this game, you know, not yeah. who the game is for in general, but like this part of this, these like filler battles and these like collect them all right. kind of bits. No, it's it's uh, it's 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 for degenerate uh, uh, fire emblem gambling that's fans. Probably, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even think about blaming the hated fire emblem, but yeah, no, but I don't, I don't know that. I don't know if there's yeah. blame to be assigned. It's just like that. I can I can see I can see there being you know people who you know overlap. Uh, because yeah, we just want to get all the collect all the toys. Yeah, yeah, you know, get get get, get all the folks. Um, you know, and I found myself, you know, I don't know that I that I would make all the best calls in editing this, but I found myself wishing it were there was less of everything and mm-hmm. that everything was higher impact. And then what I realized was, oh, what I actually want to be playing is Final Fantasy Tactics, and that's going to make Tactics Ogre fans very cranky at me for saying that. Yeah, but it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I played that, like I, I mentioned last episode, like I played that recently, mm-hmm. um, or relatively recently, like in the last 12 months. Yep. And the battles are less like this. It mm-hmm. is way less that you just run into, like, it happens. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, here are some people who want the bounty on me. Yes. Um, the other thing too, and I'm very curious, uh, the other way this episode's going to be different is I want to hear about the law path because mm-hmm. some of the character stuff in the chaos path is very unsatisfying, uh, specifically, uh, Hatra's <laughs> arc. Yeah. I do not understand, uh, where she's coming from a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and that ended up being like a, kind of a big deal in this in terms of like the emotionality, like, mm-hmm. you know, I ended up coming back together 
with that character. And we'll, we will come back together. Like chapter four is let us cling together. We're, we're back you know, on the same page, me and Cole. Yeah. But uh, I did not know why she was uh, being a jerk. Yeah. Uh, during this. Well, why, why, she um, be- why she becomes uh, evil Katja. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't really get it. And uh-huh. I was just like, man, you know, this is, uh, you know, portraying. I th- just saying, I think, feel like they were more deft at in Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Like, you know, at certain points, Delita seems like he's being a shithead, mm-hmm. you know, but it never doesn't feel like it makes sense. Yeah, and here, yeah. my two closest companions, Vice and Katya, both turn into just like snarling morons for no reason. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. Uh, so with, with, with Kachua, we might act like there, there might actually not be a difference when we talk about it because it is, it is very weirdly motivated, uh, in my, mm. in my run as well. It basically, all she needs to do is learn like two facts and then she immediately turns away. Yeah. I have, I have read, um, I, I have read explanations for this that have to do with, just like her, her, her inborn view, or just like her, her views about basically what makes family. Is it blood or is it, you know, time together? Yeah. And, and, and that, that I think is, is ultimately what, what leads it. I've also seen like, like, like Freudian reads that are, that, that apply to older translations Oof. or to the original text. Yeah. So we'll see when did, we did, get there. <laughs> Fuck you, only person I've known in my entire life. I'm going to go join the Dark Knights. Yeah. It, it's, it's time for me to go join the Evil Legion. Yes. Like, I, I understand that I am a priest right now, but what if I was Dark Priest? Yeah. I've been considering becoming Dark Gary for a while, like Dark Podcaster. And I, so I kind of get it. But at the same time, like, yeah. not my escapism, you know? Um, so, yeah, so let's get into it. And like I said... Uh, I'm going to let you take the lead on these because I think the battles are largely the same. Like I think yeah. they're a lot of the same places mm-hmm. um, in a different order. Yeah. Right? Like I'm looking yeah. through and it looks like similar, even though there are some, some places I went to that you didn't. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of go back and forth and see if we can keep up the pace. Yeah. Let's see if we can keep up the pace. Also, instead of like going just entirely through chapter two and then chapter three, like, you know, like, like at a time, like h- how about I like get to the end of one of my little campaigns here and then you do your major story beat. Um, and we can, yeah. we can do it like that. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, neither of us played the neutral path, but, uh, you know, we can, we can say roughly what happens in that when we get there. Uh, so yeah, so I took the law path, uh, which means that, uh, I do not abandon Duke Romway, uh, and Leonar mm-hmm. after they, uh, they, they order us to kill all of the people at the, uh, the labor camp in order to, uh, you know, just, to, just make up, uh, make up some martyr stories to, to, to rally everybody. Uh, and the gambit mostly works, uh, kind of in this opening cutscene here, you know, the Wallister, they end up rallying, uh, but, um, the truth also galvanized the Galgastani. Uh, so it was basically no net gain. Uh, Duke Romway ends up being just a real tactical dipshit in this. Uh, mm. <laughs> basically, his whole idea was the Galgastani will be so demoralized that this happened, you know, that this happens. Like, oh, gosh, how could our people kill all of these, you know, these innocent civilians? Doesn't happen. All it does is escalate yeah. the war further. <laughs> Yeah. Uh so uh to keep the momentum going, Duke says, Hey, we need to actually like make a make a strike at the Galgastani. We need to go uh to take out the Hierophant at their stronghold in Koratane. Um mm-hmm. and we're gonna do that. 
our force is not enough, but what we can do is we can have Denim lead a force at their flank. They're going to see, oh, they're sending their hero at us that, you know, they must be splitting their army in half. The idea being split the army in half so the main Wallister forces can make a drive at uh, Koratane from the front. Uh, but this is a really dumb idea, and we will, you know, see how that pans out uh, as it mm. as it goes along. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first uh, kind of thing that we are uh, doing is going to uh, to Port Aceton, uh, which is over on the west coast. There, we pass through a couple of different places. Like we have um, uh, we have a battle in ba- uh, a battle in Balmamusa that's on kind of like a bigger map. Nothing special really there. Uh, the Ziad Moors. Um, is where we first encounter the Galgastani and they send a runner uh, out to say like, hey, we're being flanked. So that part of the plan works. Uh, and this is where we fight our first uh, terror knight uh, mm-hmm. along with, uh, with a loadout of a bunch of uh, a bunch of lizard men. Uh, I was real excited to see some terror knights, but I never found that they were much more effective than just regular knights for me. So I stopped what? leveling them up. What, what Liz Cling Together and Tactics Ogre does that's kind of a bummer is every articulation of Fighter Mage gets its own class name. Yeah. And Terror Knights are knights. You know, regular knights can use white magic. Terror Knights can use dark magic. Uh, and then they have one unique ability mm-hmm. to uh, to grant fear on enemies on attack. And but fear other is than very that, powerful. Basically, but... Yeah, yeah, fear is really good. But it's also a big pain to level them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just found that the knight's um, the, the the knight's innate ability, specifically the um, oh gosh, what is it like the like the stronghold aura or whatever? What, yeah, what, phalanx. What, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but phalanx specifically, but also the um, yeah the stronghold rampart one, rampart aura. Yeah, rampart aura, which stopped people from getting around you. That was just so valuable that you know if I was going to have a heavily armored person, I wanted them to have that. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know, and of course the fact that I've been training them the entire time yes yeah also that (laughs) so i got one up about halfway and i was like yeah i don't see anything uh going here so Mm -hmm. i so i switched that person back um (laughs) oh my gosh uh did you have a battle in the rea bohm aqueduct yeah yeah i did i think our battles are actually i just didn't see how you had formatted the notes i think our battles actually are in the same locations okay uh because yeah i did the uh the aqueduct uh, I didn't mind before the Moors because, I, or after the Moors, because I was coming from the other direction. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, the aqueduct sucks. Um, <laughs> like this is really annoying. And uh, in terms of the fight, like it's just a guy, uh-huh. you know, to 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 fight. Like, hey, uh, you know, it's a uh, Zapan mm-hmm. shows up. I don't know if he was a supporting character in your path. Uh, the the uh, the chonky pervert. Japan. Yeah, no, um, he, he wasn't really a factor. Really a factor uh, for me. He showed up earlier, yeah. but I do not believe he showed up here. Yeah, big big Japan here. But yeah, the aqueducts suck. Um, this is a little. The big thing with this is like uh, they're being like very. It's this set of like little islands um, with this and this little aqueduct, and you can't uh, move. The fact that I couldn't move my units onto the same space my units were on, mm-hmm. and the fact that my move. Uh, levels were so small mm-hmm. was what fucked this up. Like I would get a guy on an Island and then they would just get bodied by these little octopi. Uh, and I couldn't add send anyone to help them. Yeah. 
you know, no, because because they're just out there. They're just out there stuck. And even the main paths yeah. are around the around the edges. Those were also bottlenecked by gaps that people had to had to jump over. And most of your classes, if they are not specifically high mobility classes, like they're going to be stopped right there. So it was a little bit like having everybody run a three three legged race, but both of their legs were tied to each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Or, just... or doing like a a, a four legged race. Yeah, <laughs> with with, a, with three people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was uh, it, it it was quite a lot. Uh, Octopi uh, wrecked my shit to the point where if I had an option between places to go, I would avoid the place where the octopies uh, octopuses would be. Yeah. yeah, I eventually just started running from random battles. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you know you can retreat. So I'd still go through here, but I never mm -hmm. fought in here again if I could help it. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 oh. not good. Uh, but I reach Port Aceton, and we end mm -hmm. up fighting the Galgastani forces from an up uphill position. Uh, this is pretty easy, but this is where they introduce clay golems. Golems are a type of enemy that I that never got easier for me. They end up being uh, they they end up being a kind of enemy that. Basically, nothing will do any damage to, and unless I dedicate all of my forces to trying to fight them, you know, or put breached on them or what have you, um, the a single enemy cleric can undo a whole round worth of uh, worth of effort against them. Yeah, yeah. These these were prime. You know, I, I mentioned this last episode, but I was all petrify sleep charm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the whole game, and these mm -hmm. were just charm targets. Yes, uh, and they. they the balance thing is they move so slowly that they would basically sometimes they wouldn't even get a turn. You know, they would <laughs> right. uncharm themselves, but it just put them out of like commission. Like I'd yeah. charm them, they get one turn, they'd walk three feet, and then they would uncharm, but it just took them out of the battle for a while. Like just denying them moves. Yeah. Move was worth it. Yeah. I, I you know, I would attempt to do that. Um, however, uh oftentimes like if that, that like that that will solve the problem on most maps, but later in the game they start throwing you into vanquish the enemy um, uh, yeah. objectives, which instead of going and trying to decapitate the enemy forces, you have to kill everybody, uh, which means that you have to deal with these you have to deal with these uh, uh, golems in one way or yeah. another. So it usually yeah. means just uh, fighting around them or fighting behind them as they as you try to keep yeah. them asleep. Yeah, yeah, saving them for the end. Yes. Uh, not good. Inconvenient. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we take out we we, we take Port Aceton, um, and Duke Romway uh, gives the uh, gives the gives the order for the main army to march. Uh, but Leonar, kind of his uh, his little sidekick here, his lieutenant, uh, starts butting heads with them, saying, "Hey, do not rush in until we get word from De from Denim, uh, because we have no idea if he actually succeeded in this." Um, you know, when you go to leave the port, you are drawn into another battle. The Wallister um, Liberation Front uh, starts to attack you, uh, led mm -hmm. by a woman named Aracel. Uh, she is uh, an extremely overpowered archer who I went to pains to recruit. Um, uh, yeah, she is here. She knows the, she knows what we did at Balmamusa, and she wants to avenge her uh, her brother's death. So that big fight that we did going downhill, we have to fight back up, like at the end of chapter one on the law path mm. um, at Balmamusa, right? 
Mm -hmm. Very, very tough, especially with her just raining hell down on me and Archer leading archers. It's a a lot. Shake my damn head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) as she's about to teleport away, she says, oh, yeah, uh, by the way, this will this will cheer you up. Uh, Duke Romway, he lost at the Sanji Weald. Um, which means that the royal cause is lost. Hey, you dipshit, you backed the wrong horse. Bye bye. Mm. <laughs> and when we go to uh, to board a boat back to uh, you know b- b- back to Almorica, Catua says like, "Hey, this sucks. We need to just flee the island. I can't stand you fighting. I can't stand the idea of being left alone. If you die, we we just need to go." Um, and Denim says, "No, we need to go back to Al- Al- Almorica." Uh, not knowing will kill me essentially. Yeah. So then they go back to, uh, to, 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 to the fort. Uh, what happens kind of in the, in the first leg of the chaos path for you? Um, one thing is I want to make sure that we say the titles of these chapters cause they're yes. cool. Oh yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, the law one is I, I shall fear no reproach, which is nice. And the, the chaos one is the world can be put to rights, mm. uh, which I really like. Um, basically the, uh, you know, I get framed for the massacre. Ooh. I didn't do it, you know? Okay. Uh, and Ravnus is there. She's dying. Uh, and she basically inspires you to, to keep fighting, you know, says that the means are more important than the end. Um, there's a bounty out for our heads. We're like hiding out. Um, and uh, we hear word that uh, Lancelot, the good Lancelot, yes. uh, is on Tynemouth Hill. And we're going to try to turn him mm. you know, to, to join our resistance or what have you. Um, so we had there through some maps. Uh, we, first, we run to RSL right away mm. uh, here. And this starts like the kind of tactics ogre dot tactics ogre thing of like, I didn't, you know, I didn't do it. Oh yeah. That's, that's horseshit. <laughs> I and don't then care. Denal- yeah. and then, I don't care uh, <laughs> constantly. And then Donalto pops up to have dialogue every time to be like, yeah. and everyone knows Donalto. I, I didn't realize how popular Donalto was in this world. He's like a, he's like an archbishop kind of guy. Yeah. Fucking BMOC man. Like <laughs> this dude is, is. Absolutely. And and every single time I recruit somebody and they're yelling at me, Donalto tells them, no, no, seriously, he didn't do it. I was there. And it never matters. Yeah. And I wanted it to be like, oh, I recruited somebody so it'll make it easier to recruit their friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you d- would does think not that happen. Donalto would have credibility with the people he's trying to persuade, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, this happens consistently. Um, I go to the aqueduct. This is where Zapan is. Uh, he, there's a little foreshadowing here because he says, oh, this is exactly where they said you'd be, um, you know, because we're being led into a trap hmm. uh, with that information about uh, Good Lancelot. Um, and he's real flirty with Cachua. This is going to pay off later. Okay. Um, it's gross. And then we go to the uh, the Moors um, where Aracel is being uh, attacked by this guy named Vance. Um, and she won't listen to us. And we even say like, Hey, come closer to us. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. Uh, yeah. and she dies because of course she dies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then like, it's really frustrating. Denim's like, this isn't the way it was supposed to be. Like almost as if he's like taunting me to restart. <laughs> and I'm like, you put the fucking defenseless character in the way past enemy lines uh-huh. and made everybody instantly aggro on her. <laughs> uh, do not do this. No. Um, I've, so I, we, I don't know if you yeah. can, can the chaos yeah. can, can you recruit uh, Aracel in the chaos? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, you do it here, and you do it by saving her by rescuing her. Map. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, I rescued very few people. Right. Um, I went to the lake. Another mistaken identity. Like this guy named Genzo is here, and he just thinks that we're regular Galgastani. We're like, no, we're we're Wallisters, and we didn't do the thing. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, 
and we get to the hill, uh, but it's not a good uh, Lancelot that's there. It's Vice, um, who, who leaked the info. You got catfished. Yeah. We got we got we got Catchua fished uh, as uh, he tries to recruit Catchua uh-huh. uh, here, and it's like it's it's so weird because he's such a he's such a snarling little weasel I, in this version. I, so I I, uh, I, went, I went and looked at his uh, at his portrait. It makes no sense why his hair would get angrier. <laughs> he turns into American Kirby. I don't understand what it is. He's so pissed. But like, uh, and he yeah. It's it's really he's just like Kat, you know and and everyone like me and Catra are both like we've known you forever like you're our best friend like we and he's just like I don't care you know and and Catra you can still come with me don't you want to get with a hero instead of that zero you mean my like, brother Sir? yeah he's my brother we're not fucking like what are you implying <laughs> uh, and he does a thing that people do on Twitter all the time okay uh, that I realize where he just makes up a premise. Uh, you know, that he invents and then asks how, like, he's like, what would you, would you have stayed by, uh, would you have stayed by, uh, uh, what is it? Fuck. Why? Denim, if he had committed the war crime and she's like, no, he wouldn't do it. And he's like, checkmate. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like he didn't do it. And also what would that prove? Yeah. Um, you know, so, so in, in so, this one, is it, is it Denim who sticks with the, with the Wallister resistance? So like who was working with the Duke? <laughs> He's kind of, no, Denim isn't working with the Duke. He's kind of with his own independent resistance. Okay. And then we team up with the Liberation Front later. Okay. But he's not with the Liberation Front. Okay. No, no, no. They don't like us either. Nobody likes you in the okay. chaos route. Like everybody is there for either the bounty on your head or racist reasons. Okay. Yeah. And you don't find allies for a, for a while. Like mm. pretty soon we're going to find allies with some backrooms. Uh, who were just kind of randos. Okay. But for now, it's like the liberation, nobody likes us. Right. So that's why um, RSL is coming after you because, you know, you were framed for it yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, she believes that, you know, we did it. So it doesn't really matter that we didn't do it, which mm-hmm. was, was frustrating. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of neat the way mm-hmm. that, like, it was propaganda being used against me, but, like, I feel like I should <laughs> be able to talk these people into some stuff. Right. Right. Um, but uh, we eventually beat Vice and he takes off and we flee, you know, since we had been given a, a catfish uh, back to Chrysaro, which is kind of the next little wing. Gotcha. Of the chaos path. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> on the law path here, continuing in chapter two, we have, you know, we just, okay, we heard, uh, just, yeah, the Wallister forces were routed at the Sonji Weald, uh, kind of this uh, wetland area. On the way to Koratane. So we're going to head back to Almorica, but it is not necessarily uh, that easy. Uh, we take the the boat around to Quadriga Fortress, uh, the area where we fought the uh, uh, the, the necromancer before, uh, Nybeth, who doesn't really show up again. In a, that's frustrating because I liked that. I liked that he, side story stuff. He's in the chaos route. It doesn't yeah. nothing happens with that. Okay, it's dumb. Oh so. well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we get here. I missed a recruitment opportunity because I I was honestly confused by what was happening. Uh, there are two uh, mercenary bands who are trying to claim a, a bounty on us. Um, mm-hmm. One of which is led by a real uh like a it's, it's it's like a special it's a special buccaneer class or whatever. But is a guy who kind of looks like Sid from Final Fantasy Four a little bit. Okay. Yeah, uh, but uh, what's interesting is it's basically everybody against everybody. The two mercenary uh, groups start fighting each other uh, while also kind of taking shots at us. So it's just like I I made a lot of ground just by waiting for them to thin each other out before I went in. 
that's neat. That's, yeah, it's a cool battle. Yeah, I, I missed out on the recruitment by not doing that, and I never really got anybody who could use a fusil, who could use a gun until Vice later on. Uh, but mm. Vice came in at uh, level one in chapter four, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. um, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on the way, we passed through Tenemouth uh, Hill. Uh, and guess what? We've got more war crimes, Gary. <laughs> uh, oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a there's a terror knight named uh, Gaziallo, uh, who I believe is working for the Dark Knights or with, you know, one of the other kingdoms. Um, and he's with this group of clerics uh here on okay. the hill and, and they're like hey you know you need to run you know the, the the force needs you we'll sacrifice ourselves by by keeping all these people busy so you end up fighting a group that is almost entirely made up of clerics um just kill all the medics yes yeah. <laughs> because they like they give us they give us no uh they give us no um other option what's neat is You're, that red uh, cross is no match for my bayonet <laughs> <laughs> uh what's neat is uh gatialo uh does not just like flee automatically at the start like he begins at one side of the map and he will uh run um you know basically taking his move his movement every turn trying to get to to the other side to leave if you kill him here it makes another battle significantly easier on the other side the problem is Hmm. he is incredibly high level by this point, I think I was like hovering around level ten, and he was like level sixteen. So it's like a challenge gotcha. thing. Um, yeah, he will not. Neat, he will not bother you if, uh, if you if you leave him alone, which is nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, cool idea. Yeah. Um, so this is where a side quest area opens up. I didn't really do anything in the Faramfa hunting grounds. Um, I think that that is like a, uh, that, that is meant to be almost like just like a, like an area you can, um, dependably go to, to get a good, uh, you know, good set of random encounters. Uh, but I, I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't mess with it because I was kind of eyes on the prize, uh, for a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't do any of the, uh, the side quests. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are post-game material actually. Yeah. 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 Same, same. Like I, I ended up seeing that and yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. you know, I, I'm basically good. Yeah. Uh, we have a cutscene uh, at Almorica before we get there. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got Duke, Duke Romway, uh, who is uh, arguing with Leonar uh, because Romway is in denial about the route at Sonji. Uh, he does not understand <laughs> that they just do not have the forces that they need to, uh, to prosecute this war. Uh, and mm-hmm. Leonar basically has no confidence uh, in, the, in the leadership. Uh, Romway decides, okay, here's what we're going to do. Let's go to the Dark Knights for aid, even though they're in the pocket of Bakram, <laughs> um, which mm. also wants us dead. But Romway is so focused on uh, the Galgastani that he is willing to basically sell out Wallister by making this kind of alliance. Uh, Leonar um, uh, runs off. <laughs> just like okay. yeah we're that's that that sucks we are not uh we are not going to uh uh do, do this uh and denim um who has arrived there uh decides no i'm i'm not okay yeah i guess i'll do it fine send me up to send me up to sanji i guess or, or yeah send me up to fidok rather yeah oh he ends up doing that in my playthrough as well but just later Okay. Romway. Yeah. Like Romway's a dipshit no matter what. Yes. It's it's interesting because he gets like he's a dipshit for different reasons. It's about like whether he gets overconfident or underconfident, it seems. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that basically. Like, mm-hmm. there's a section in chapter three of this where like betrayal basically just goes round and around. Yeah, <laughs> you know, all everyone who isn't me betrays each other. Yeah, and then it's like it's just me and the Dark Knights, mm-hmm. you know, to, yeah. to fight. Uh, so uh, there's a there's a small little section here before we uh, before we uh, kind of start the start the final act of this. I'll just do this and I'll I'll throw over to you for the mm-hmm. middle part of yours. Uh, but uh, that gold bore is a plane. Uh, we're attacked by a new Wallister alliance. Uh, they're led by a ninja. Ninja are really inter- interesting classes. I I benefited from getting one and leveling them up uh, mm-hmm. here. Uh, so it's weird. They get the double attack, which is nice. But also they have summons. They've got like ninjutsu magic uh, that either uh, curse a sword so they can inflict um, so they can be one of your best debuffers. Either doing like mm-hmm. like immediately they get the ability to do uh, to do stun and uh, and silence which are both really powerful um and also they've got a, a move that can bind a person to a spot so like getting one yeah, they of don't, these they do, don't move yeah yeah um and their summons are not half bad either because they attack multiple times you just you end up finding enemies who are too resistant to it mm-hmm. um but yeah did you did you fuck around with nin- uh, ninjas at all i leveled one up to like part way yeah just to just to check them out um the uh they end up using consumables right? yes yeah these guys yeah like that's kind of the other gimmick of their magic mm-hmm. um by the time it just they you know the same i ended up again being the game with the same like initial five classes like i didn't yeah. get one powerful enough to be really find a place on my team mm-hmm. um according to everything i read like they are very powerful if you take the time but yeah um you know i just i i you know again see episode one i hated the grinding classes up yeah experience in this enough to just not like this was still when I was fucking with it, but I would get that initial rush of levels. Like you'd get a level one ninja, get that initial rush of like four levels. The first time you do a battle, I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like this is going to mm-hmm. happen quick. No. And then the next one, it's one battle or one <laughs> level. And then it's no levels per battle. And it's mm-hmm. like, do you really want me to do eight random encounters for every class I want to level up? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's like, silly. It, and, you know, again, to armchair quarterback this, I understand how annoying that is, but like, I would think, okay, if I want to get around that, what I would do is, you know, recruit or just, you know, get, get, find somebody on a battlefield, like in a random battle or whatever, uh, take the time in the battle to do, um, or, you know, to use the recruit, recruit command to get them in. The problem is when they're brought in, they're leveled down and like all of their gear is unequipped. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Like, as I, I mean, you know, again, I, I'm, it's been a while since we recorded that last episode yeah so there's a little bit of like repeating myself but i just i don't understand yeah the the impetus behind it so mm-hmm. no not really like i ended up reading about these other classes but like the ninja is different because he's at least very different mm-hmm. um a lot of them are variations on fighter mages yeah yeah um and even this is kind of a fighter mage because they use that ninja magic mm-hmm. you know yeah so um, but yeah, here at the Golborza, there's, a uh, uh, one of the Alliance members recognizes Kachua and tries to say like, Hey, uh, you need to leave Denim because he has gone way too far in his lust for power. So like, again, you are being used as this propaganda piece and everybody has a different idea about, about what Denim actually is doing, uh, over the course yeah. of this, uh, what kind of happens in the middle of the, uh, the chaos path over there? Uh, so the, uh, when we go to Chrysaro, um, Vice predicted this. So there are Wallisters there, uh, waiting for us. Uh, but they are quarreling with this knight named Fullcourt. Um, we drive them off and save Fullcourt. Uh, we need to make it to Rhyme, but the overland route is too crowded. 
So he says like, hey, you know, I'm with the Liberation Front. If you help me free my ship from these pirates, uh, we can use the ship to go up there. Uh, we say, yeah, and this is where Kachua starts fighting with me. Mm. Um, basically just saying like, hey, why would we team up with these people? And we're like, we don't have a choice. You know, you just don't like this because you didn't, you didn't choose it. And she's like, Mm. and gets real cranky with me. And this is the beginning of our, us fighting. Okay. Uh, so we go to the pirates, um, at the, uh, the fortress there. Um, and they have a mage who is teamed up with a full court named Ban, who I actually managed to recruit. Okay. Um, looking at it online, if, uh, Sistina was alive, uh, Sistina is also part of the liberation front and the pirates have her even deeper in the cave. Oh, so there's an optional mission to go rescue her, but she wasn't alive for me. Okay. So, you know, nobody, nobody brought up Sistina. She's the, Um, she's the, she's the one who was like stuck in the, like in Archipolis of Rhyme. She was like stuck on a little islands over there. Yep. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. So if I did that, that headache, I'd have her here. Um, so we take the ship and we go to Boed Fortress, um, and we meet Syria, who's the leader of the Liberation Front. Okay. Um, and what she's basically saying is, like, both sides of this war are on their last legs. At some point, they're going to treat for peace. Um, if we, c- you know, kill the leader, if we assassinate the Duke, mm-hmm. um, then they won't be able to. There'll be nobody to do that. Um, we uh, we get a messenger pops in part way. This is Balbodos has been uh, kidnapped, has been taken. Okay. At this point, yeah, the leader and of the Gal- like, well, Galgastan. Yeah, yeah, the leader of the Galgastan, and she's like, "We, this doesn't change our plans. We still have to kill the Duke." Okay. Um, Full court doesn't like this, um, and he says, "Like, I don't really want to do this. We're like, come with us." He's like, "Well, I'm a Bakram. I'm like, I don't." I don't <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so he joined us, and we get him and the mage. Uh, who ended up using Bayan, uh, the mage, quite a bit. He was not more powerful than my other mages. He just had a specialty in different elements. Okay. Uh, so he was fine. Um, we make our way, uh, to Goliath, uh, here where we run into another mercenary. And this is when they start adding the little, like, don't you feel bad about killing them lines at the end of these guys? <laughs> like this wasn't, guy wasn't recruitable, Okay, but you kill him. You kill this, uh, this mage guy, this mercenary. Uh-huh. And when he dies, he goes 30,000 goth, just enough to save my daughter's life <laughs> and then dies. <laughs> and I laughed out loud. Oh. Like, I, I just like, come on, man. Like what? What is going on? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Aren't you ashamed of that yeah. thing I made you do? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, you know, very, very similar. Um, the uh, we get we get a little cutscene before we do our final act, uh, where the Wallisters have amassed at uh, Cortene, uh, um, and Rodway has Balbotus or uh, Balbados, and uh, Balbados basically says like, "Hey, we're not so different. Like we're both, you know." have her hands uh, bloodied and Rodway executes him. Oh, okay. And yeah, so that yeah. he is the one who got taken and you know, they're still going to go kill uh, the resistance is still planning to go kill the Duke. That's not what happens. Uh, mm. but that's still the plan. Yes. Uh, wow. So Balbados dies very early in your, uh, in your path. Yeah. yeah. And the Wallister yeah. get much more powerful. Cause I assume they take Koratane. Yeah. Uh, they, they do, but it doesn't matter that much. Cause then I go and start taking stuff. Gotcha. Like yeah. it's you know, so they they do get more powerful, but then they still do the same thing where they make the alliance with the Dark Knights and get betrayed and shit. Of course, yeah. So yeah, because they're called the Dark Knights. <laughs> yeah, Fucking it's right. Idiot. It's right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man. <laughs> so um, again, like we are headed toward uh, toward uh, Fidot Castle in order to make it. You know, just try and make an alliance with uh, with the Dark Knights. 
And when you stop by the Archipolis of Rhyme, um, you know, just one of the town where, where we had been before, uh, Lancelot and all of the other mercenaries from Zenobia, uh, they kind of stuck around uh, here uh, mm-hmm. as, as, as well, uh, with, with the exception of, uh, of Canopus, who was uh, with us. Solid bro. Uh, Denim wants to go meet uh, Lancelot. Again, this, you know, Lancelot Hamilton, the, the good Lancelot, not the bad one. Um, but uh, at the meeting place, uh, he instead finds Leonar. Uh, and he's here basically to, uh, you know, propose a coup saying, hey, the rebellion is doomed because of Duke Romway's poor leadership. Like, we need somebody else at the top of this. The only pe- the only person that the people are going to willingly follow is going to be you, Denim. We need you to go and kill the Duke and take over the Wallister Rebellion. Um, and Denim agrees. Uh, and Katua says, for fuck's sake, can we not just go somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you realize there are places, parts of this country that are normal, right? <laughs> like, they got a Chuck E. Cheese on the island across the street. Man. Yeah. Let's go. The, 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 like, they, like, things in Zenobia seem pretty settled down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, man. But uh, but when yeah. you go to leave Almorica, uh, there's a battle that starts. Or, you know, when you go to leave Ar- uh, the Archipolis of Rhyme, a battle starts. Um, uh, it's Vice and Aracel stopping you from going back to Almorica, uh, and a bunch of other people from the New Wallister Resistance, which uh, Vice had gone and joined uh, in this uh, mm. in this path. Um, Vice would really just kind of prefer to not, uh, you know, to not fight here because even though he is incredibly pissed with Denim, uh, he, uh, you know, knows that it is not going to be advantageous. RSL is the one who is more, uh, kind of, uh, kind of set on, um, revenge here. So your objective is to slay Vice. Um, and instead of being reluctant, like the story would have him be, he just pretty much charges in. RSL stays mm. off at the far end, like at the top. Uh, there's like an upper level. Uh, she's got a bunch of archers with her and a bunch of clerics that are not really a factor if you focus on taking out Vice uh, if he makes his charge. So it's not that big of a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. The fight is interrupted after you uh, slay Vice because the, the 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 sky flash is red. Uh, Bakram and the Dark Knights uh, have charged in and they are uh, uh, pressing an attack on this civilian town, their Archipolis of Rhyme. Um, and they you know they charge in. Uh, Lancelot Hamilton gets into a fight with um, uh, Barbas, the Dark Knight leader who's leading the attack. Um, and Vice and Denim make their retreat still as enemies. Like, hey, we're going to settle this later. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Rhyme is taken. Uh, the plan doesn't change. You know, it doesn't matter what the Dark Knights are going to do. We were not going to make that alliance with them anyway. So we head back to Almorica um, to do our little coup there. Uh, it's basically the same couple of fights at the at the start of this, uh, like, uh, like you had at the beginning in the, in the t- tutorials. Uh, the difference is that at the gates, there are dragons. Uh, well, this is one of the first times you've really fought those. Uh, and boy, they're tough. Like even their boulder yeah. toss is a huge deal. Yeah. Dragons are a real problem. Yeah. Uh, in this, uh, there, there's a battle in the, uh, the final like mega dungeon uh-huh. with undead dragons. Yep. They come back to life. They gave me fucking conniptions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, regular dragons are bad enough, but, mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden they're not rare. Like basically right. this is the fulcrum of the game, which every, everybody's got a couple dragons. <laughs> yep. Just, just to throw around, you know, just, just kept yeah. in the garage in case you need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty rough. 
Um, and also the dragons alongside golems. It, it sucks. Yeah. At least we are before the point where every objective is vanquish all, which is nice. Yeah. Um, otherwise Definitely. it would be, it would be a lot for this point in the game. Uh, the passageway is just a brawl with a lot of advanced classes. So like, instead of having just regular knights, you have terror knights, etc. a little bit more specialized, but not too huge of a deal. There's a cutscene when you get into the, uh, into, into the throne room here. Uh, where Leonar uh, closes in on the Duke and kills him, kills him himself, um, and mm. then attempts to kill Denim in the passageway. Basically, the plan was uh, to frame Denim for the uprising, um, and then have Wallister rally again, rally to him in the vacuum that Denim left. Just basically say mm. there was treachery within the ranks. That is why. I'm Yes, I am dad now. I have gotten rid of everybody who stopped us from succeeding. We not only had Romway, who was a hero, we have the uh, we have Denim, who, uh, you know, was treacherous anyway. Uh, so mm -hmm. he is the one who is staging the coup instead. He's about to kill Denim uh, when Vice interrupts with a crossbow shot. Uh, you know, they, they, they have caught wind of what is going on. And this starts the chapter ending battle uh, against Leonar. Uh, where you are, uh, you know, trying to take him down. He, it's very tough, um, you know, just like any of these dual throne room battles uh, would be. However, you do have help from Aracel and Vice to make things a little bit easier. Both of them are range fighters, so they're helping you with um, they're helping you with uh, damage. However, uh, Leonar has very high defense because he is a knight, and occasionally mm. he will just uh, phalanx up, which means disengage go and heal while you wait for him to uh you know wait for that to wear off yeah yeah that phalanx move like it's very powerful on either end yes like if it, you know the enemy uses it you're basically fucked yeah and if you use it it's like incredibly useful mm -hmm. so. but but yeah leonard goes down and you are left in this power vacuum <laughs> trying to uh basically take responsibility and lead the uh lead the official uh, you know, the, the Wallister Royalist uprising uh, and rebellion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in chaos town, uh, we're also going to the, uh, the, to rhyme and, uh, Zapan, our, our chonky pervert, uh, <laughs> shows up. Um, this Who is, is a associated with, um, he's working for the, uh, for the Duke. Okay. Uh, here, even though he gets betrayed in like a second. But he is working for the Duke, like he's a mercenary uh, to, to catch us. Okay. Um, he. Uh, this is an interesting battle because uh, Denim and Kachua, um are in the city and they're separated from the okay. rest of your group. Like they come and surround you, so you have to fight your way back to your your main group. All right. Um, here, uh, Dragon City, tons of dragons, huge pain in the ass. Um, this was where uh, you know Canopus was already my MVP for the entire game. Um, you can fly up to a roof in the center of town and just snipe the world. Okay. Uh, it was really, you know, very, very effective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like cannabis archer forever. Did you have cannabis? So I initially uh, thought that he would be very good uh, with a, um, Oh God, with a bow. Um, mm -hmm. However, I ended up equipping and uh, leveling up crossbow specifically because the limit break for that is so good. Mm. Um, yeah. The limit, the bow limit breaks are also extremely good. Like, yeah. The, the uh, they're all big damage with a, a really devastating status effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, so. like the 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 bow the or the crossbow one. I, I forget what it's called already because you know a lot of them just have kind of nonsense names. But it's uh, one of your only like AOE um, attacks that mm. you can get. 
Um, mm -hmm. So it does, you know, it'll uh, potentially shoot and do a ton of damage to five people if you can, uh, mm. if, you, if you can position it right. Get them together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kept him with bow uh, ended up using the, the final limit break you get for that uh, is it does a uh, really big damage. And then if it doesn't kill the person, it charms them. Oh, nice. Uh, and I never had it miss like the charm never failed. Yeah. So it was a really good way to get that person dead no matter what, because mm -hmm. uh, you know, you'd hit them and then they would be charmed and somebody else would come in, you know, kill them or counterattack them Yeah, for you. Um, so uh, as this is happening, that war crime with uh, the dark Knights, happens in the city as well um there's a big red flash uh barbus has shown up uh and lancelot chases him mm -hmm. uh here um and i just stand there slacked on watch this and while it's happening zapan's uh kidnaps Katua. okay um cool cool uh, and i'm just like well i'm an idiot and then they tell me to go rescue my sister uh so i i go to do so mm -hmm. um head over to uh el morico where they brought uh, Kachua. Um, Zapan is there. We do one battle outside with Zapan and his old woman, Ramados. Okay. Um, Donalto knows all of them, of course. Yeah. Uh, and begs them uh, to, to put down their arms. And of course they don't because Donalto is, you know, ineffectual. <laughs> um, Zapan, you know, Ronaldo's or Ramados dies. I don't know if you can recruit her, uh, but Zapan flees. When you head into the building, uh, Vice killed Zapan. Uh, you come in and he's already killed him. Okay. Uh, in order to take Kachwa. Um, and I get into a duel with Vice. Um, and he reveals like his motivation. Basically, like, yeah, we want the same thing, but you were always the you know, the the chosen one. You're always the favored child. I was always jealous of you. Oh God. Um yeah. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't land super well. No. Um so he's so like it, like he does all of this specifically because he resents his friend. Yes. Uh, and he's always resented his friend. Like, you're basically like, where you, like you say, like, where is this coming from? And he's like, was I that good a liar? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, I, yeah, I guess <laughs> like, so. Man. Wow. Like, that is a, that is a, that is a personal, uh, motivation that feels way too petty for a story at this scale. Oh yeah. Like it, it doesn't. So one of the things about this, having the branching paths, um, you know, and again, a misconception I had about this going into it was that it was going to be Rashomon like where like yeah, different yeah. perspectives revealed the same character just from different angles, Uh huh. but it's not, it's age of apocalypse. Like it's, one little change makes everyone into a totally different character. Yeah. You know, so it, it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of arbitrary. Yeah. Um, at this point, because Leonard is a, a straight good guy in my world as well. Like, oh. uh, so, you know, I beat this duel. The duel is extremely tough. Um, I had to, uh, restart my save and, and grind, okay. uh, to beat it. Um, and basically this ended up introducing a dual strategy for this. That I didn't care for that much, uh, where my denim was a knight and I had to watch the other characters, uh, TP, meter right. and try to predict when it would get to a hundred so i could do uh phalanx yeah and that was how i survived the the battle like if i wasn't phalanxed when he did his uh his finishing move like i was basically fucked right right you can never recover from the the healing deficit it put you in yeah yeah uh so so uh very difficult uh leonar pops in and stops the 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 duel he says like listen rhyme has fallen um, the back room are on their way here and Lancelot, uh, good Lancelot is either dead or he's fl fled. Okay. Um, you know, we're kind of fucked. Uh, listen, you know, the back room are coming, join the Duke. 
you know, uh, then I'm like, you have to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, now is the time to consolidate. And you can either say like, yeah, like we have a common, common enemy in the back room or like, no, I can't do that to stay on the chaos path. Okay. Um, so I stay on the chaos path. Yeah. Uh, if you join vice, then le- I didn't know. I haven't done the neutral path, but vice leaves the Duke. Cause you're there. <laughs> like he always has to be, you know, Gary from Pokemon. Right. Right. Um, you know, uh, Leonar, you know, so I say like, I can't do that. And Leonar who has honor in, in this world world mm-hmm. is like, well, here, you know, you can have your sister back, Yeah, you know, like run, you know, basically like the back of <sighs> their way. Like we'll meet again in the future. Yeah. Uh, I would, I, I am much happier with Leonar being the dick than vice being mm. the dick. Like you, like in the chaos path, it sounds like you got exactly the opposite of like the motivations that make sense. It, it, whoever's not the dick ends up making like a pretty good character. Yeah. You know, like I end up liking Leonar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, eventually he comes out real like centrist scum. Yeah. yeah. You know, in, in, in chapter three, but I would say in the chaos path at the very least vice is a total failure as a character. Yeah. Like there, there's nothing interesting about uh chaos vice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like law vice ends up being, you know, he ends up rejoining with you um, and mm-hmm. just drops out of the story entirely because they, it, because they can't really write a, you know, write a story that assumes he is alive and a major role in it. But like mm. him going and joining the new Wallister resistance and like basically getting principles and like becoming a more mature tactician um, makes more sense to me than him going off and like freewheeling on his own and buying gel to spike his hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, his relationship with Denim never makes sense. In yeah. the Chaos Path, eventually, he ends up getting used in a way that I kind of like. Uh-huh. Like, he dies. He he gets executed because he's used by your uh, your uncle, mm, yeah. uh, ultimately, in the end. And I ended up feeling like that was a fitting end Yeah, for, for this shithead vice. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, like, whatever put him on the shithead path was dumb as hell. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go into chapter three here before we reconverge onto chapter four. Yes. Uh, so we go to chapter three of uh, the law version, which is called Deceiver and Deceived. Uh, kind of the opening for this here. Uh, Denim has risen to the head of the resistance. Um, Bakram and the Dark Knights basically keep their distance. Uh, Galgastan and Duke Balvados are still a factor here. Uh, they're actually making an advance on Al- Almorica, sensing the weakness, you know, basically because all the leadership is dead. And they're led mm-hmm. by this uh, this boy who uh, barely looks old enough to shave, as many people say Super in the boy. story. Super boy, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super boy is the, is the leader. Yes. Uh, we have um, uh, elsewhere, we've got evil Lancelot, Lancelot Tartaros, uh, just really uh, uh, laying into the Dark Knight Barbus for advancing into Rhyme, uh, like essentially just on a personal vendetta against Lancelot Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Barbus is instead uh, sent to Heim to hunt for this missing Albuna, who's going to be very important later uh, in Chapter 4. Um, so we've got these two dark knights, Oz and Ozma, who are sent, uh, to, uh, to break up the liberation front. We're going to find them a little bit later. 
um, at Almorica, Denim and Vice have you know gathered together, and we are starting to you know formulate this plan to attack Galgastan at Coritane uh, um, from this you know, from the rear, not going up the Sanji Wheel where they're going to expect us. But uh, you know, Vice has learned about this uh, about this vulnerability. We have to uh, basically uh, uh, take a boat around the other side of the continent and uh, uh, advance from the frozen Madura drift. So basically, like we're going to attack Moscow by going through uh, by going through Siberia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as Denim is getting ready to leave, Katua makes one last plea, saying, "You know, don't go because I'm not going to go with you. This is madness. I can't. I I can't stand the idea of losing you." Basically, offers offers an ultimatum. Um, and the conflict escalates. She says, you know, you, 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 you need to like, I don't understand why you don't want to avenge your father. We both saw him die, you know, just, he was, you know, <laughs> this conflict took him away from us. And she drops this, uh, revelation that, you know, he wasn't even like related to us. We were adopted. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and denim doesn't think that matters, but she absolutely thinks it does. Uh, and he leaves her behind. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we get on the road to, uh, Caritone. uh, you know, m- most of the battles on the way there are not that huge of a deal. Uh, like the, the snow weather effect makes projectiles a little bit, uh, a, a little bit more difficult. Uh, we've got to go through, uh, Brigantis castle. Uh, this is the first time where we are given an option of how to approach like one of these major stronghold areas, you know, the multi area, um, you know, dungeon kind of things. Maps, yeah. 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 So like the West wall has this huge moat, uh, that, uh, like rewards you for having flying units, but will really punish you. Uh, if you have slow units, like say archers or clerics or any of the things that you have been forced to rely on. So like you end up on this slow March across these small islands while the enemies rain fire on you. Uh, the south wall is a much more direct approach, just a like a switchback up to a castle gate. Uh, the, uh, the 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 west wall is a is a sucker's trap. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Here though, at uh, Brigantis, we have a knight uh, who we fought before. We have Hector who is uh, uh, in here to make his uh, final great stand. Uh, this kind of starts a new genre of fight, which is the crowded throne room fight. So this is not the duel, but it's like, here is a leader with a bunch of really high level, um, you know, uh, casters and fighters around them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they're complicating some of these decapitate the enemy uh, missions with just tons of healers. Uh, but after this, you know, Hector's father, you know, meets him, you know, hands over the castle and we have, uh, you know, basically we are forced to decide what to do with the prisoners uh, that uh, that, that Galgastan has taken. And like we're given a choice, you know, like they they, you know, they ask, uh, what are we going to do? Are these our enemy? Uh, and you're, you know, you can answer yes, have them killed or no. Like, how could they be our enemy? Galgastan, uh, you know, Galgastan are the ones who locked them up. We you know that we have no quarrel. Uh, answering that gets you your first dragoon. Uh, you've got a character named mm-hmm. Junin uh, who joins up with you. I ended up uh, leveling Junin, uh, which was good because dragon uh, enemies and beast enemies are no joke. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was happy to have that here as opposed to. Uh, you know, having a non-specialized uh, dragoon that I just got through a class mark. Um, but yeah, uh, you end up uh, with him. I missed the ability to uh, recruit Ravnus. Just it is so difficult 
hum- like just they're like the flags that you have to tr- trick that you have to trip in order to uh, get a lot of these. Just not uh, just not very good. Uh, so Juden was my only real uh, my only real acquisition here. Um, and it's good because the recent way is this, uh, is this map you have to go down. That's like a road and you have these dragons off to the side. Did you end up fucking around with dragoons at all? Like, how did you end up dealing with uh, dragons? Uh, putting them to sleep or charming them and then yeah. saving them for the end. Okay. Like th- I know, I know it's a boring thing, uh, but it was effective and it didn't involve grinding. So like I never had a recruit dragoon. Um, mm-hmm. I started leveling one up before I kind of realized what their, their steez was. Yeah. And like. The, the idea of a beast slayer was interesting to me mm-hmm. uh, because they are a problem. This runs into another kind of like minor nitpick I have with uh, let us cling together, which is that you don't, there's no way to have and in, gather intelligence. So specialized units are automatically kind of a bummer because I don't know whether I'm going to be fighting dragons, Yes, yeah. you know, and they're like, they're an okay fighter if you're not fighting dragons, but mm-hmm. do I want to put in all the time to class mark grind a dragoon up if, you know, I'm going to be fighting mostly humans right. for a while. Yeah. You know, I didn't know at this point how big a deal dragons were going to be to the end of mega dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, or I probably would have spent more time on them, but yeah. again, I just kind of didn't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, we, again, you know, when you, when you have sleep charm petrify, everything looks like something that can be sleep charmed or petrified. <laughs> right. Like that is how I handled all of the big damage beast units. And then mm-hmm. just took out the humans and then took those guys out afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'll talk about what happens at core today before I, uh, hand it over back to you. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, there's not too much like about the fights that you go in. Uh, like the gates have this moat that force you either on the slow path or they funnel you over to a bridge again. Uh, pretty much every fight that you're at, assume that the enemy has a height advantage on you, um, mm-hmm. at the start. Um, it is the exception when, uh, when, when you, when you have that advantage, uh, inside uh, the Kuritane Ward, uh, you have this uh, throne room battle again. Uh, you have just, you know, tons and tons of high level enemies. Um, and this is tougher because that knight uh, escaped my war crime. So, mm. you know, he's here. He is still high level for this uh, for this encounter, like even with the scaling. Mm-hmm. When you get to uh, Balbatos up in his war room there, instead of giving you the satisfaction of uh, capturing him or, you know, having him surrender or killing him he instead kills himself you know he just stabs himself mm. stabs himself and makes a real point of saying i'm denying you the pleasure of this um yeah and denim is like okay we i guess that's galgastan <laughs> taken <laughs> care of <laughs> well yeah and he's like i wonder how i wonder how vice is doing no it turns out that vice <laughs> is being tortured and whipped by a knight named sir zabos <laughs> Yeah, Zabos shows up. Yeah. Zabos is a big part of my thing, and I forgot about, like, I don't really know where Zabos came from, but he's extremely important. <laughs> like, chapter three in the Chaos Path is all Zabos and Necromancers. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Zabos is uh, is pretty discouraged, the fact that he's got, uh, that that, uh, that Koritane has fallen, uh, and the Hierophant has fallen. Um, he was like, this was not part of the plan. Uh, so he decides, okay, I'm going to send my men to march on Almorica. Um, and mm. that's going to be kind of our next goal here. How does uh, chapter three open for you? Uh, chapter three, uh, ambitious and ambition and greed rule while wild dogs and swine serve. Wow. Um, that's a yeah, title. I, good, good phrasing. <laughs> uh, so it's four weeks after the end. 
Um, the back room have started to advance, but Lancelot uh, has stopped them. Okay. Uh, good Lancelot uh, there. Uh, Ronway is kind of holed up in his castle, and he's seeing all of his surrounding holdings getting raided. Um, so he sends an envoy to the Dark Knights. Not a wine uh, boy? To delay them from... Uh, yes, a wine boy okay. uh, to the Dark Knights uh, to stop them from taking the field or slow them. Um, and Denim went into hiding. Uh, mm. Leonar has been dispatched to assassinate me. Gotcha. Um, so we get start off with this little uh, cutscene where the Dark Knights are hanging out. Um, and the same thing, they're giving uh, giving the one who participated in the slaughter of the civilians uh, mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Know, hey, we were supposed to be neutral. Um, <laughs> they get a messenger in here, and it's Vice, uh, who is uh, you know a, a schemy little like brat. He's like the puppet on Huey's Playhouse, um, <laughs> Ronnie. Yeah, you know, he's, he's very, very Ronnie, and he's <laughs> like, you know, I have, I have good news for you, hey, 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 and it, it you know, cuts away. You okay. Know, for yeah. Um, we go back to Port Asseton where uh, I've been hiding out, and me and Katua are fighting. Mm -hmm. Um, she's like, you know, during this whole time, you've never considered me, and like, I legit don't know what she's talking about. Yes. Uh, during this, again, you know, talking about undermotivated Katua, like, do not understand. Um. We get inter like we legit get interrupted by a bounty hunter. Like we're inside a house, <laughs> and there's like there's a knock on. There's like people from outside yelling like, "Hey, there's a bounty hunter here! Come do another bounty hunter battle!" Like <laughs> I go outside. I'm like, "Okay, I'll be there in a minute," and then I go out and do it. It's fucking wild. Uh, it's a guy named Gannon, uh, and he was friends with Zepan, I guess. And okay. I love I love uh, the way this world works because if anybody dies, they just say Denim did it. <laughs> Like, uh, Vice killed him, and he's just like, you're the one who killed Zappin. And I'm like, no, I didn't. He's yeah. like, you know, foul words from a foul tongue. And then, like, draws his sword. And I'm like, fuck, man. Everyone believes everything. In this, at one point later in this chapter, Vice shows up and goes, yeah, I'm with the Resistance. And they're like, oh, good, a message from the Resistance. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, you had to take everybody at their word. God, that's really um, fucking you know, funny. Yeah, it's, uh, you know... Uh, I go to the uh, Ziad Moors after I leave here. Another uh, a group of Almoricans uh, who want the bounty. Okay. Take them out. Uh, no problem. Um, and this is where people start saying like, oh, you just want power. And I'm like, no, you know, I don't. I want peace. And people are like, no, no, no. You just really want power. Let me kill you. And then you're like, well, I'll kill you. And they're like, haha, I traitor. I'm like, you what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, You're, like yeah. Denim, Denim in the Chaos Route. He's Jeremy Piven's character from Smoking Aces. He, he's uh, <laughs> I've never seen Smoking Aces, but I will. It's if a, I ever see it, I'll be like, "This is Denim." <laughs> it's so. it's, a, it's a very bad and dumb movie about like this rich guy who has a bunch of assassins after him. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, I've never seen the Smoking. I just aces. wanted to reference Smoking Aces because it's one of those Smoking uh, Aces. It's one of those inherently funny movies to me. Uh, this is also, uh, again, like I get to the, uh, the gates of, uh, Cort uh, Cortania, Cortina, uh, or whatever. And there's a guy named Gildora here who's like, you're Wallister resistance. And I'm like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm, it's I'm more I'm complicated like, than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, so I go like, he says, you know, fuck you. And I, then you appeal to his men and I was like, oh, this would be a cool opportunity for like some of the story stuff to have an impact on the battle. You know, like, I'm like, he's like, if I, if you won't listen to reason, maybe your men will, you know, and they basically all just say they're too racist. Like, we're not going to rest until the, the seas run, you know, run red with Wallster blood. Right, right. You know, like, okay. I get in. Um, there are more Galgastani remnants here, uh, led by Zebos, um, who believes I'm working for the Duke. 
and runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, we get in uh, and get to the castle and capture uh, this castle. Uh, Zebos uh, has escaped here, and he's basically planning. Uh, there's all these people who had spoke against Balbados or Balbados, who he has as hostages. Okay, um, but the, the the prisoners I've taken tell me this and say like, "Hey, uh, you know, he's planning to use them as hostages. But if someone comes to the castle, he's going to kill them all mm. and like decorate the walls with them as a war crime." So we have to go stop this. Yeah. Uh, and then this is where Katua leaves. And again, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, she comes up and she says, you never considered me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You've been by my side this entire time. Oh. And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, but you never actually thought about me. All you care about is war. Um, and all you care about is our father. And then this is where she drops the, oh, yeah, he wasn't really our father. Okay. Uh, yeah. bit for me. Uh, and then she leaves, like, Katua out uh, for quite a while for me until chapter four. Right. Um, so, yeah, and that's basically where this ends, and it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not really understand, like, I like the unapologetic complexity yes. of Matsuno plots, like, a lot. This is where every faction is subdivided into multiple miniature factions, <laughs> enough to where I am having a hard time keeping it pretty, like, keeping yeah. it straight. And it, it doesn't help that Chapter 3, like, I'm going to go do a subplot with Necromancers now. <laughs> For my next act. And it doesn't, cool. it feels very like, like, I guess if I would have spared one of those necromancers early on, this would have made sense. Mm-hmm. But like the necromancers and their necromatic research could not be further away from what is, what it feels like the story is about. Yes. To me. Yeah. So, so like, yes, there is like the complexity here. I also think that there are just like themes or ideas that are basically just taken as red that, of course, this is the way that would, that it would be without actually mm-hmm. uh, examining them specifically, specifically the idea that blood is more important than anything. You know, the idea that regardless of like the material, the material reality, like I am going to be yeah. compelled to act because you are Wallister and I am Bakram, you know, like that, you know, uh, you yes. have, you have Katua, you know, who is, who seems to be motivated entirely by whether or not you're actually related. I, I just like, I wish that that would be explored, you know, and that is explored in other Matsuno works, right? Like it's an important part of you know sure. Final Fantasy tactics again to bring to to bring that out. Well, it's, but, it's explored and rejected. Yes, in in Final Fantasy tactics in a way that is really important. Yes, yeah. you know, like it, it, it that is a garbage thought. Yes, you know the idea that like blood uh, matters more than like what somebody is like that is a pretty outdated yeah. idea. I think mm-hmm. uh, not that family is unimportant, but like if you have somebody you've lived with and you're very close to them, it doesn't matter if you're not like technically related yeah you know like what is what is the what is the point of uh you know that that's not very in fashion or modern as an idea to care about yeah and in final fantasy tactics like the characters who really care about that that's that's played up as as fake like mm-hmm. oh you know she's not even you know really your sister she's your half sister mm-hmm. why should you care and and ramza rejects that yes like ramza's like no that doesn't matter and you reject it the entire time yeah and here it's played up as actually kind of a question when it should be rejected wholeheartedly because it's dumb as hell like mm-hmm. the the result of them dipping their toe in that theme without doing anything with it just ended up making me think casual was an idiot yeah and that i don't think that was the intent i think mm-hmm. I, I was meant to think 
she had an argument. Yeah, it's it's like by by bringing these themes in and then not explaining them or you know or not dwelling on them or criticizing them or even like exploring them very thoroughly. All it does is like cast this this pallor over the entire story that like yes everybody just kind of has these bad motivations. Um, yeah. And, you, you know, I it, it could it could have been an opportunity to to you know to explore those themes. I have no idea if that is in the in the original writing, if it's in the translation, like where that fell down. But it's definitely present here in the work. Well, and it's frustrating because you had there's an element of like gilding the lily or like throwing a bunch of unrelated flowers next to the lily <laughs> in like all of all of Matsuno's work. Yeah, which like I understand respecting the maximalism of it. But even though, you know, uh, he's made some games I really, really love, every single one of them has some stuff it doesn't need to have, right? Yes. So, like, the central theme of this, the idea of this game, like, you know, all of these people have reasonable motivations, and it's the the common people who suffer for war. Yes. You know, this works really well as, like, an anti-war kind of thing. And that's, like, the the good subplot, like, the line that runs through this in Final Fantasy Tactics, this whole idea that, like... Yeah, like this is all moving pieces around on a chessboard, but it has real effects. Yeah, gi- gi- giants uh, fight and regular people get stomped. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and they do that in big and small ways, right? Like you look at this, and you have our main characters. Um, you look at Final Fantasy Tactics, and you have like Rafa and Malik, mm-hmm. you know, who are like war orphans taken in by you know the pervert, uh, you know, who is able to take advantage because they were war orphans and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, but he he can't help but just throw in some magic garbage or yeah. throw in this family garbage. <laughs> you know, like the the what if Jesus was fake stuff mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy Tactics is the weakest part of that plot. Yeah. And this one, the like what if family mean what does family mean? Also, get real invested with the Dark Knights. Yes. Like care a lot about mm-hmm. whether they get routed or not. Uh both just d- dilute the the story quite a bit uh for this. And I, I would have been a much stronger work at like thirty percent less length and uh 30 percent more focus on mm-hmm. you know on that plot yeah less it's, it's a weird thing. i remember impact. in like i didn't get uh like i've never beaten final fantasy 12 but i remember that being a final fantasy 12 thing as well like mm. feeling like god get back to the fucking like main thrust of this yeah like you know it, it changes scope in a way that i ended up not liking when it where nowhere near where I fell off. Yeah, yeah. When it starts becoming like, about Vinat more than um more than the judges. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, yeah, I just don't like focus. Mm-hmm. Fucker. Like and, <laughs> and that's why part of why I love Crimson Shroud so much is because it's six hours long. Yeah. Like there is no lack of focus in that. It's a short story that suggests a longer world mm-hmm. and you can't you don't need to go beyond beyond that. Like that game has its problems, but it's not like it doesn't have the Matsuno problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, that most of his works have. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, to tell you what, I've been real tempted to try out uh, Vagrant Story. Yeah, yeah. I, I played that back when it came out and I was a different person. Like, I need to try yeah. it again. Mm-hmm. I'm real curious as to, you know, if having one character, mm-hmm. you know, and having a compared to like a dungeon structure might rein that, rein that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a that's a waff game. I, I haven't replayed that because I feel like we'll do it at some point. Yeah. Uh definitely, you know, eager for a Matsuno break, but that would be a good, you know, summer Matsuno game at some point. Are you um are you a scroll? 
Uh, well, I like my good story. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Just e- eager for a Matsuno break. That's not a thing I would expect oh, Gary Butterfield oh, gotcha. to ever say. Well, there's only one other game he's done that I haven't played. <laughs> I, I just like this. Is, this is a weird thing. It's like a cranky, kind of a cranky making game. And like yeah. Matsuno is one of those guys. Like now that I have played this, where I'm like, I you know, Final Fantasy Tactics, top five game forever. Like love that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Crimson Shroud, even though it's slight. Mm-hmm. I think this is pretty all right. Uh, you know, it runs the gamut for me. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's not like something I just love him in general. I love his specific steez. Mm-hmm. The execution, though, is hidden Varied. for me. Yeah. 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 You know? um, I'll pick up here. Uh, so uh, where we left off, uh, I had uh, uh, heard that uh, Almorica was in uh, was was in some trouble here. Uh, so we have an option. We can either go through the Sonji Weald or uh, Lake Bordu, these two different areas. I didn't look and see what the Sonji Weald uh, had. However, Lake Bordu, uh, boy, oh boy, lots of undead. Like, And mm. this is the start of like encounters where you go in with several undead who are stilled on the map. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like a timer. Yeah, on your side. So either you... Uh, you know, eat a lot of uh, magic leaves and send your priests out to start exercising them, uh, or they get up behind you as you are dealing with uh, another new enemy on the far side. These cockatrices, uh, which ooh, uh, being petrified yeah. is not is not a death for you, but it does take people out of commission for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, at Tynemouth Hill, as we're passing by, we have a rematch with Gamp, the uh, the Beastmaster that we fought Love in Gamp. Chapter 1. Uh, people should be asking, where is Gamp? What's Gamp doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some new griffins to try out on us. <laughs> yep. I've recruited some more. Yeah, so. I bottle-fed these griffins. <laughs> yeah, please kill them so I'll run away. Please, please. Um, and this is where we get the cutscene. Uh, you know, we cut away to uh, to you know to the port where Kachua is uh, is is swayed over. Uh, we have mm. her standing by the water in rhyme, um, and just kind of like talking out loud. You know, I I, I, I miss Denim. I wish that he you know wouldn't have wouldn't have left. <laughs> why did I, I feel I do so that? alone? Yeah. Why did I? <laughs> why did I give him an ultimatum? <laughs> I made a huge mistake. Why did I fuck up so bad? Yeah. Oh, but then, uh, but then, Bad Lancelot, uh, the Dark Knight Lancelot Tartarus, starts to sneak up, and he hisses, and he drifts a little bit of poison in her ear, um, by mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, you were always alone. You know, you never had a brother. You know, your parents died after your birth. That's you know what happened to you. The man you thought was your father isn't. You know, you knew that. You knew you were adopted." But you have no idea what your blood actually says about you or what you are. You're not related to Denim at all. Um, in fact, you are the rightful daughter um, of King Dorgula. You, you know, the, the, the rightful daughter. You are Versalia Obereth. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your your dad is the former king of Valeria. Uh, he fathered and, the... <laughs> and Obereth are literally the money that we trade. Like, when yes. we do battles, you get Obereths to trade for Goth, mm-hmm. the new currency. Yeah. So, like, your name is literally on the money. Or her <laughs> name is literally on money. Yeah, it's like in Elder Scrolls when you get septums. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and she's doing the whole, you know, say, you know, say it isn't so, it can't be, that's impossible. Uh, but yeah, you know, your her dad was the former king of Valeria. Uh, he, you know, he fathered the prince, you know, 
uh, he, he fathered the prince with the queen. Uh, but also, uh, like, like Kings did, he had a side piece, uh, in the queen's handmaiden, Manaflora. Uh, he had sex with Manaflora and the queen exiled her, uh, and Kashua was born, uh, in exile, uh, and taken in uh first by branton uh you know uh, just who was just a just an abuna in the in, in the church right uh took her in and then placed her with a uh, uh with a priest you know that eventually ended up being the person that raised both denim and cashua um the priest named her cashua because he had recently lost a daughter who was named cashua which seems like a real fucked up thing to do hi mm-hmm. you're cashua too yeah (laughs) but um so this you know this priest got the baby while branton uh had the secret of the baby um and you know and you basically a piece of blackmail on the king um and used that to rise and the you know rise to the church and when the king uh you know passed away after the queen and the prince died um and the whole civil war started he took the you know he took the reins of what became the faction at backroom and you know just basically he could have ended this at any time by saying oh there's an actual rightful heir but he decided to use you know his knowledge bury that and you know try and take over valeria for himself uh he proves this by uh correctly identifying what uh uh her necklace is inscribed with you know it's a little royal royal uh, phrase or whatever um lancelot uh then says hey you know we're gonna take you to heim we need to get you set up to actually take over valeria mm-hmm. so yeah. uh does any version of that happen in in your in your story all of, all of that happens all of that yeah, happens. That, okay. that exact cutscene happens cool uh, for me okay so at least yeah. we have that that motivation she gets you know yeah. she is caught alone by lancelot and revealed some truths that change her behavior gotcha yes like <clears throat> yeah, yeah so all that happens yeah it happens at a different time it happens a little bit later because i had to go do some necromancer nonsense <laughs> yeah um this little uh middle portion ends uh with uh with with denim taking Elmorica again uh gates the same uh as all the previous times but this is the first time i made a note of reinforcements arriving um mm, yeah. so yeah not only is every battlefield way too crowded uh just at certain turns uh the the, the enemy forces will be replaced so fun yeah 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 uh we kill zabos in uh, in the passage it's not too special although there is a recruitable necromancer here who i missed uh it would have been cool to have a necromancer um to mess around with especially like later on in the you know the dungeons but Mm -hmm. uh no oh well i missed it apparently they're very good yes uh but i i did not also did not i got the uh i found a mark for one at some point but i did not i think but yeah. I did not uh, ever recruit one. Yep. No, I never found any marks for it. So that was a bummer. Um, so we kill Zabos and we have Amorica again. <laughs> uh, and we convene with Vice uh, and um, two of Lancelot's mercenary friends. Uh, they end up like being two white knights who join us. Just basically mm-hmm. knights with uh, with some more white magic that's available to them. Uh, they haven't seen Lancelot since the attack on Rhyme. So he has been uh, he has been lost. Uh, Warren is also missing. They're like little, uh, uh, uh astromancer kind of guy. Sage. Yeah. yeah. The guy yeah. who, the Warren report, the thing that yeah. we keep looking at. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the only move left for us is, you know, now that uh, <laughs> now that uh, Galgastan is taken care of, we need to take the fight to Backrim at Fidoc Castle. Vice again knows a back way to catch them by surprise again from all of his uh, his time in the in the Liberation Front, and so Vice, Aracel, and the rest of the mercenaries join, uh, you know, for us to make this final press up to uh, up to Fidoc. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I want to hear about some necromancer bullshit. Uh, it's not good or anything. <laughs> like, n- none of this is good. Like, the, the rest of chapter three is pretty rough uh, for chaos. Um, so, uh, you know, we are uh, Catchua leaves and we're going to go chase after her. Um, we, on the way, we run into uh, the necromancers. Uh, they're the two necromancer daughters. Okay. Over here. Um, there's a little bit of like their philosophy. Like we're like, Hey, you know, you pervert the dead. And like, well, the, if you ever talk to the dead, you know, they want to keep fighting, uh, you know? So uh, have you ever stopped to think about what the dead want? No. Uh, so we take them out and then it becomes this weird, like revenge chain chain. Because uh, when I then go to the necromancer, the next set map, there are more necromancers, and they want revenge for the first necromancer that I killed. <laughs> uh, this is where Hector shows up for me. Okay. Um, he is he was married to the necro daughter I just killed. Uh, so you know we we take him out uh, as you know he tells the other sister to flee uh, to their father. Okay. You know the uh, uh, what is his name uh, Nebeth or whatever. Nebeth, yeah, yeah. Nebeth. Um, we get a little cutover. Uh, to to Heim, um, where Branton is there, you know, our uncle of the mm-hmm. the Bakram. Um, you know, he uh, he's got a Dark Knight advisor, and he's like, I'm gonna get you know get involved in the fight. The Dark Knight tells him not to. Um, Vice shows up and says, like, I'm a messenger. They're like, oh, I'll kill you. And Vice says, would you kill the messenger before you heard his message? I'm with resistance. <laughs> uh, he's like, okay. And then Vice says, I'd pref- you know, these words are only for you and not for the Dark Knight. And Brandon goes, okay. And sends the Dark Knight away. <laughs> what so, a piece of sh- dipshit. It's, it's so dumb. Uh, Ooh, extremely a can dumb. of beer nuts. <laughs> yeah. Very similar. My eye. Uh, very similar. Um, so we're making our way into this uh, this castle with a couple nonsense fights. Uh, Nybeth is in the castle uh, talking to his uh, his daughter. Um, you know, but he ends up fleeing. Uh, you know, again, talking about completing his work. Like he says, oh, the war doesn't matter. We just need to complete our research. And I was just like, what game are you in? Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Zebos is there, you know, uh, and we go to fight him. He drops some, like, truth. He's like, the Duke is you know, doesn't like you because your hands are clean. Like he's had to get his hands dirty, but he knows as soon as you show up in front of the people, they're going to rally to you because you've been a good guy. Okay. But that won't last. Like somebody has to do the shit. Do the right. Yeah. You know, uh, it's the natural order of things like, you know, and basically says a version of like, if I can convince the the poorest white man that the richest black, you know, the richest white man that the poorest black man is better off than he is. Mm-hmm. You know, basically says, like, yeah, if we can convince the oppressed people right. that there are people who have it worse, like, if we can get them to, to see their dead, mm-hmm. they'll always be grateful for what you give them. Yes. You know, good dialogue. Again, you know, that's why I'm here, because of Matsuno, because, like, yeah, yeah. that shit's good. Um, I murder him, and uh, the uh, Galgasani uh, show up, and I, you know, basically convince them to join my side, these ones who show up. Okay. Um, they're like, well, what do you do if you become a tyrant? I say, well, I'll kill myself. Uh, you know, okay. Uh, I'm, I head back out to Almorca, 
Um, there's a little side path where I fail to uh, recruit a swordmaster. Is this Hoverim um, or? I don't, do not remember his name. Is it, he's a blind uh, guy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I get him in uh, chapter three. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I failed to recruit him. He was far away. Yep. Uh, you know, um, in uh, Almorica, uh, we get a little cutaway to Ronway where he's talking about he has a pact with the Dark Knights. Okay. Um, <laughs> How's that turn out for him? It's it not great. Uh, yeah. He, he get mur- gets murdered pretty soon. Um, yeah. And then uh, I'm going to go. My final uh, little bit here is uh, in Courtney and uh, Rhyme on my way up there. Okay. Um, I, lots of nothing fights. Uh, yeah. You know, I fight a guy named Marino at the gates. And we end, Marino is nothing. Yeah. I think. I uh, up, and then the. Yeah. I end up yeah. fighting Marino as well. Yeah. Yeah. So then I have my final little stretch after that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so you just like literally go through the entire Nyabeth family like they're the O'Doyles from Billy from Billy Madison. Basically. Like yeah, yeah they all go. Uh and yeah, I, I could have uh, I could have one of them okay. you know, if I wanted. Uh <laughs> but I uh, yeah, I was good. Yeah. Uh didn't you know, did not recruit because recruiting sucks. Yes. Uh, in this game. Yeah. So um yeah, so I'll talk about pressing uh the fight up to uh Backram at Fidoc. So we have to go through a volcano uh, called Mount Weary. This is uh, the hardest battle to date for me. Uh, this mm-hmm. is full of dragons and reptiles uh, who both have huge resistances. Uh, and additionally, we have undead around, specifically these phantoms and little imps uh, that like harry you from the map's edge. Uh, Mount Weary is a real problem. Uh, additionally, like yeah. because of the lava, you know, like sometimes when there's water, characters can like rest in it if it's uh, if if it is uh, shallow enough. There is no like lava walk skill <laughs> that you can get here. Yeah. So the worst geomancer skill does not exist. No. In, no. Uh, in this, which I should probably be thankful for that. Um, but yeah, Mount Weary is is the hardest battle until one that I will uh, talk about later. Uh, but uh, we get a cutscene back at Heim, uh, you know, at the, the seat of Backroom's power. Lord Branton is just furious to hear that we're on the march. Uh, so he uh, he orders this attack on Amorica, and the Dark Knights are like, no, I don't think we're going to do that. That's that's kind of some bullshit. And this is kind of the start of a breakdown in the relationship between the Dark Knights and uh, and Backroom specifically. They only, you know, the, the alliance was already pretty loose. Uh, and here it will be, uh, you know, shortly shattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we reach Rhyme, the, uh, the, the Archopolis. This is the uh, the battle where you can recruit Hoberim, the uh, the Swordmaster. Swordmaster is an interesting um, is an interesting and very specialized kind of class. So like it has basically the Berserker's damage uh, and defense. It, you know, so it doesn't end up, you know, being able to take, take a lot of hits, but they have a power called preempt, which when active for a couple of turns means that basically you get a free counter in front of an attack when people attack you. Um, and then mm-hmm. you can also get a counter on the other side. So like they move to attack, you attack them, they attack you, then you get a counter attack, which basically means you put them into these really precarious situations and use the enemy's attacks against them, which is really interesting. However, he's very fragile, which is a problem. Additionally, they have war dances, which are like these area of effect buffs that you can do. Uh, however, they require both TP and consumable uh, like fans that you have to have with you. 
uh basically they're doing these like little fan dances um and it ends up being very costly uh for not a hugely great effect it was interesting to play around with but i kind of regret uh bringing him in and giving him experience so oops yeah the internet warned me off yeah those guys (laughs) Basically, like uh, I, w- I was considering getting one because I wanted to try the new kind of magic. I'd seen the uh, war dances, yes, uh, for sale. Uh, but yeah, yes. Uh, but like, there's a side story here. Like, there's a fight. Uh, you know, you have Hoberim. He's being um, uh, hassled by some backroom guards. We've got the Dark Knight Ozma who stumbles in. Like, recognizes him. Like, they have a past. Uh, there are some like optional things you can do to recruit Ozma. Like, you know, she could be turned from the Dark Knights. Uh, but I mm-hmm. didn't end up figuring that out. Uh, but Denim arrives, starts the battle, um, orders her troops not to attack Hoberim, but they do not listen. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you end up yeah. having to yeah, save yeah. him anyway. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and when you win, Ozma uh, warps away, basically saying, yeah, we need to, I need to find out what happened to him from Balzephan, uh, because he lied to me and said that Hoberim was dead. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Belzefin's not great. No, no. He's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we reach Fidon Castle. um, And again, we have two options of approach. Both end up playing about the same. I didn't notice too much of a difference between them. Like when I went and did a research, I even forget which one I took. Um, And when you get into the the Great Hall, it's empty. Uh, But Mm -hmm. for Cashua who is uh, dressed up like Dark Cashua. She is, instead of being in a white dress, she's in a black dress, and she's wearing, like, a funeral veil. (laughs) And when Denim goes to, like, hug her, she slashes at him with a sword. Um, Mm. And Lancelot Tartaros comes out uh, with Oz and with Balzephan saying, hey, um, we're going to be taking Cashua, you know, me and Ozma are going to go. And and, uh, uh, meanwhile, Balzephan and uh, Oz... We'll, uh, we'll fight you. And this you know culminates in this huge battle in a throne room, which is a very interesting kind of arena. There's like a staircase to the left going to an upper floor. Um, uh, upstairs, you have uh, Balzephan. And downstairs, you have um, Oz, who is kind of surrounded by these terror knights. Um, you know, and Balzephan just kind of like spends most of the fight taunting you, you know, just basically like throwing your war crimes back at you. And mm-hmm. I, I love the line that uh, the denim says, like, quit reminding me of the blood on my shield. I'm fully aware. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen, I know. Buddy. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, both of them warp away. I think mm-hmm. Oz dies, but Belzefin, uh he's too much of a bastard to uh, to, to go down easy. Um, and yeah. the chapter ends, you know, with denim saying, like, why? Why would Kashua do this? Why would Kashua betray us? Good question. Yeah. Uh, good question. <laughs> so when, when I get to uh, the castle, uh, Leonar is there uh, and basically asked me if I'm, if I've been red pilled yet, like, you know, have you, have you been disillusioned yet? Uh, you know, or are you still an idealist? I'm like, oh, I'm still an idealist. Uh, so he starts talking about how you have to be practical and stuff and starts uh, centristing me. Okay. Um, this is interesting, an interesting fight because you have a choice of, um, dueling him or bringing in your people which will cause him to bring in people oh huh uh this point uh point i chose the duel um and it was like much easier than the the duel with a vice yeah um, you know uh pretty easy and when i kill him uh he admits like he's like listen you were right the whole time you know uh listen uh the the duke has made this pact with the dark knight 
Dark Knights, his plan is to bend the knee to, to Lotus and get granted land when they take over. Okay. Like, so he's, he's, he's going to uh, sell us out. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, so that's, uh, I'm like, okay. He goes, you have to go stop him. I'm like, all right, buddy, you should have done that already, but okay. <laughs> um, I go to Mount, uh, Weobri, uh, with Ganap, which is also real hard for me. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I get the scene where the dark Knight knights, uh, tell Kachua who she really is Okay. as well. It's, it sounds exactly the same as yours. Okay. Um, when I get to, uh, rhyme at this point, I'm there, but, uh, they don't see me. I see the Duke, uh, show up with vice. Hmm. And uh, the Dark Knights, um, and uh, the you know the uh, Dark Knights end up uh, betraying the Duke, kind of just kind of staying put. Vice says like, "Hey, come to me, Duke," and then stabs him in the stomach. <laughs> um, so the uh, you know uh, there are backroom there as well. It's like this weird like Mexican standoff kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Duke gets killed. Uh, you know, leaving his natural you know habitat. Vice uh, gets taken by the Dark Knights. They actually kidnap him at this oh, point. Oh, okay. Um, so stuff's going to happen with that here in a minute. Um, you know, he says like, hey, uh, you know, I was, it was all Brandon's idea. I was just working for him. I was a double agent, you know, <laughs> and he's very pathetic at this point. And there's a fight in here too. I had to fight the backrooms that are mm-hmm. left over. Um, but he's very pathetic. And evil Lancelot is like, you know, there's, he's like, where's your honor? And like, Vice is like, my honor is whatever you want it to be. Like, just let me live. You know, it's, it's very like, it's very pathetic. Yeah. Um, he goes, okay, like get out of my sight. Uh, they banish Vice. Um, I go tell Morica uh, and take over uh, at this point. Um, and this is where I get my army of uh, resistance people. Okay. Um, I find Warren uh, here. He's very sick. Uh, he's in bed. Um, Mirden and Gildas, the two knights, join me as well. Okay. Um, and we find out that the Dark Knights are heading to Boed, so I had to go check it out. Um, I go to uh, Boed and I fight Oz and Ozma uh, okay. instead of Oz and uh, Balthazar or whatever. Yep. Um, they're both huge jerks. Like Oz is all like, which one would you like to lose, your tongue or your eye? <laughs> you know, they're, they're yeah. just slimy. I know you can recruit Ozma here, but I did not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to find the Abuna, uh, the, the person who is our... Uh, adopted father or what have you mm-hmm. uh, who can confirm this. Okay. And they're trying to find mana flora. Um, and the reason being, I think is that they want to lend credence to Catua's uh, claim to the throne. So wait, is mana flora alive or do they mistakenly believe mana flora is alive? I think they believe so. Okay. Like, I, I think that they're not, I think they, they mention uh, trying to, to get a hold of her, but it's been longer since I've played Okay. Uh, this the new so i might be i know they talk about her yeah because i refresh my memories by uh, looking at the script mm-hmm. but i do not recall exactly what comes of this yes so uh i do not know um i meet snarky catchua as well okay, okay. Uh, she she leaves uh she's dark catchua uh and then there's a little scene in heim where vice is executed uh as he was banished the bakrams caught him and he begs for his life, and like an Abuna blesses him as he gets his head cut off. Jesus. Um, the end for him, which I did not do, uh, is actually uh, you can go back and get a wrap up to the Nibeth, uh necromancer plot. Oh, um, is this the like, as an the, optional like the, thing, like the necromancer's tower or something like that, or Dungeon yeah. of the Dead? It's like a hundred levels. No, no, no. Yeah. 
No, no, it's not Dungeon of the Dead. It's just a normal. I think it's where you first fight the Necromancer. Oh, okay. Um, but if you if if you want, you can, can get closure on the Necromancer plot, and he brings Vice back uh, to kill you as a zombie. Oh, okay. uh, I just read about that. I didn't do it though because yeah. I didn't do any side quests in this. Oof, because uh, it's long enough. Um, but the uh, yeah, so yeah, that's it. He he has like I actually kind of like his incredibly ignoble end yeah. of him, you know, trying to play all sides against each other and ultimately just getting hung yeah. out to dry because he was a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, even if I didn't like how he turned into a piece of shit, I feel like uh-huh. this is an appropriate end for Vice. Yeah, somebody who acts like that, this is what would happen to them. Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no dignity, none at all. Yeah. Yep. No dignity for you. Um, but like the chapter is pretty disappointing. Like chapter yeah. two chaos is a little bit better. Chapter three chaos is pretty lame. Yeah. Um, and some good stuff's going to happen in chapter four. And then the whole back half of it is just like one unending dungeon about getting the, uh, the dark Knights. Yes. And it's a bummer. So let's, uh, let's converge on to let us cling together. <laughs> So the opening cutscene uh, you know, kind of sets the, sets the stage for some time has passed. Uh, Dark Knight Lancelot is uh, kind of staging his coup here. He has gone public with uh, the news about Catua's parentage. Basically come out and saying, you know, like, you know, despair not Valeria because we have a true monarch for you. Um, you know, the succession struggle uh, has, you know, can end. Backroom is irrelevant at this point. Um, yeah. And the people are not content at all with this. <laughs> like, they mm. pretty much know exactly that Casual will be nothing but a uh, puppet to Lancelot. And this is just uh, trying to pacify them before Lotus ro- rolls in and slaughters everybody. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, and I, I'm glad the scene was in both of ours because I, I like this. Uh, Dark Knight Lancelot, you know, after like goes into his little torture cave where he is like torturing good Lancelot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he caught him. He basically says like, listen, mankind is always going to flock to a strong leader. Um, you know, they recognize that they can never take power themselves. Right. Basically the argument of the founding fathers for the electoral college. Right. Um, to him. And uh, good Lancelot says, no, the people will surprise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Katua shows up and is like, hey, Denim abandoned me, so I abandoned him back. Uh, none of that <laughs> happened, Katua. Yeah, no, uh, no. You know, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what events you are uh, uh, talking yeah, about. What you're referring to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, the side game that, that came out, like the cell phone, Japanese only cell phone game that, <laughs> you know, deta- the, the visual novel that didn't you know, detail Katua's inner monologue mm-hmm. that we didn't get here or Tactics something. Tactics Ogre, light novel, us clean together. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so uh, back at uh, uh, think either Fidoc or Almorica, Denon's getting this briefing, um, you know, and things are pretty bad, you know, with the uh, uprising that he is, uh, you know, leading. Like his men, the Wallister, uh, and all of the remnants that he has managed to put together, they do not have it in them to go and take the war to the daughter of their former king, this beloved beloved king whose loss was so devastating that it threw the entire continent into war they they weep openly at the idea of raising a blade against her um yeah so that's a morale problem uh we have an attendant come in um and this is the first we have heard of them but 
you know, kind of the religious order here worships somebody, you know, this mythical figure named uh, Felaha. They have taken some hostages at Bergantis Castle in the north, and they demand that we surrender to Bakram and end the war. Saying, like, yeah. you know, like, just no more bloodshed. Um, and Denham says, okay, you know, we need to stop this from happening because we can't lose the church. I will go and talk with them. Um, and we'll see if we can get this resolved. Uh, so we, uh, we head on over, uh, to do so. Um, we approach Brigantis. Uh, there are knights and clerics keeping us at bay here. So there's fights, mm -hmm. no tactics, so grass fights. Yep. On the lead up. Um, uh, there's, I didn't know this. Uh, did you manage to get, do this? No, this no. Little, no, so no, no. I just read I, about this. It's neat, but I felt a little <laughs> cheated when I read about it. Cause I felt like the game had not suggested right uh, that this was kind of thing was possible, but I do think this is cool. Yeah. But like denim says, I will go alone and carry no blade and they will let me in. And I was like, okay, that'll just happen automatically. We're going to see. And I was frustrated that it turned into a fight. No, what you have to do is, uh, send Denim into the fight alone at the front gate of the castle, um, completely unequipped, and you can avoid yeah. uh, the fight at Brigantis with the uh, with the religious order. Yeah, I think that's neat. Yeah, you know, I I didn't uh, the game didn't seem like it was going to operate on that level really mm. mechanically, uh, so I did not think it would be possible. Yes, but yeah, same neat. Um, yeah, uh, so you get inside this great hall. Um, the fighting stops here, where uh, the princess uh, Olivia. Shows up and says, like, hey, Abuna Prancet, Denim's father, is here. Um, they found him in the corpse veil of Heim, uh, Dark Souls <laughs> title card. Yeah. And uh, a place where those are afflicted with a plague and disease are kept. Right. So, very cool. Yeah. And so you go back to speak with your father on his deathbed. And he provides mm -hmm. kind of some more background about Casho's birth. He is, you know, shocked that, you know, A, he's alive. Um, and B, that Cashua has basically turned on everything here, says, yeah, Manaflora, you know, she had gone to the queen to ask for a short leave. We actually see this like this is a cutscene, um, and Queen Vernata slaps her. Um, and, you know, like as a result of this, <laughs> I love the animation here. It's incredibly good because the queen slaps her and Manaflora immediately moves her hand to her stomach. Um, and this is when the queen realizes that uh, Manaflora is pregnant. Like she had, she had suspected it, but like that gesture of moving her hand to her stomach uh, was everything that she needed to know. Um, yeah. 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 Really and cool. this causes the exile. Yep. Uh, she's exiled. Uh, Prancet delivers the baby, you know, uh, and the, the idea, you know, the baby is originally going to be named uh, Venetia. Um, Prancet brings the baby to Brandon um, you know, Manaflora passed in childbirth, of course. Yeah. Uh, Brandon says, uh, the queen's not going to take the child. You know, she's having her own daughter soon. Uh, she doesn't want this reminder of this infidelity. Right. Um, you keep the daughter, replace your dead daughter, Catua. Here's a Catua too. <laughs> Be a little uh, bit more careful with this one, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is, you only get four more strikes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Brandon gives, uh, Prance at the two necklaces, one red, one blue. And these were equipable items. This is what we had in our, yes. our item slot, you know, the whole game to kind of tie them together. Yeah. Uh, the King intended them to go to a prince and princess. Uh, but you can have them sell these. So you can pay to raise these kids. Yes. Um, and, uh, of course you don't No, no, point. it's a, uh, it's an important reminder. And of course, uh, Branton takes the secret, does his whole Ascension thing. As we talked about, uh, Prancet 
you know, like the, the question is raised, if you knew this, if you knew that handing Kashua over or Venetia over or whoever she is would end the war, why didn't you do it? And he basically said, he says, I, I couldn't have done that. I couldn't part with the girl who called me, called me dad. Um, yeah. Incredibly heartbreaking. I probably should not have named her Kashua. Probably. Named after my dead daughter. Right. That probably caused a lot of attachment issues. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, he, he stayed with Kashua and, you know, the island fell, fell to war. Yeah. And as much as like people, you know, in comparison to Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics Ogre is a more grounded, mm -hmm. you know, game in terms of politics. But Matsuno can't not throw in the supernatural thing at the very end right. of, his, <laughs> of his games. It happens later here than Final Fantasy Tactics, but it definitely happens because Prancet says, like, the Dark Knights aren't just trying to rule the land. Mm -hmm. uh, if they have Kachua's blood, they can open the, tomb, the sealed tomb of the king and grab a powerful magical artifact. Yes. Dragula's. Dragula. I always want to call him King Dragula. Um, yeah. yeah. None of it sounds cool. Dragula no. is also, or Dragula. All of them sound dumb. Yes. Like. <laughs> but it is his legacy is what they is what they are after. So it is something that will make Lotus even more dangerous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Prancet says, you know, you need to save Kashua. You need to put her on the throne. That's what, you know, that's where she belongs. That will be, that will be best for everybody. But moreover, we need to get these dark knights out of here and keep whatever is in that tomb out of Lodissian hands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, our first step in doing this, we need to find this uh, former archpriest of the church, Maruva. Yeah. Maruva. 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 Um, and as he gives us kind of that last little directive, Prancet dies. Yep. 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 Um, we head out into the great hall where Olivia's there. Uh, and she has more news. She says, Oh yeah. While well, we're dropping family bombs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Prancet and Brandon, Branton are brothers. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you are not Denim Patel. You're Denim Morn. So you're actually a backroom and the king of the backroom or the Lord of the backroom is your uncle. Yes. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so you have been waging war on your own blood and there's like a minor freak out about that but denim has a, a square you know he's got his head squarely on his shoulders like no i'm denim pavel i'm not mourn mm -hmm. that's fine whatever yeah rejects family <laughs> yes or rejects blood you yeah. know in favor of values and ethics yeah so. uh but you know olivia and denim they grew up together uh, denim has basically no memory of this, but you know, she is kind of stringing this along. There's like a, there's like a subplot where Olivia really, really loves denim. And like, as part mm. of the ending, like she gets a blessing to go and pursue him romantically as he's, you know, on his walkabout or what have you. Um, but, but yes, uh, you know, there, there's a little bit of that here The you know, but the I, only, I, Oh, good. Don't think I saw that actually. Like, I think, oh. so there are minor differences between chapter four, depending on which whether you did law or chaos before it. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was part of my thing. I didn't uh, make specific notes because there wasn't a reminder that was just chapter four for just the chaos differences mm -hmm. uh, that I could find. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I, I think that, I think that doesn't show up in this yeah. version, Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. She, she ends up not being too terribly important to the story outside of that is just, it kind of comes up out of nowhere. Um, yeah. You know, when it ultimately happens. Yeah. 
Uh, but, you know, she says, okay, well, you know, we need to go find my dad. The, really, the only place that he could be is the small abandoned uh, Hagia out in the out in the wilderness. So we need to head that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, and we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's, uh, there's more side quests here. There's a pirate graveyard. And, uh, you know, I could go fight the necromancers if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and uh, I did not. Yeah. You know? we, we got a Hajia um, to find. Yeah, I, I love a Hajia. <laughs> Give me that Hajia and free my soul. Um, <laughs> so we're on our way. We stop over Mount uh, Hidon, which is another volcano map with lots of dragons. Yeah. Uh, not as bad because there's a leader dragon, or leader of the, the humans who are mm-hmm. running the dragons uh, to take out, but it's still rough stuff. Yes. Um, we eventually get to the Hagia, a Hajia and talk to Maruva. Um, find her, uh, find them being marched away by the, uh, back room and the dark knights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the dark knights are being led by, uh, by his daughter, Sherry. Oops. Yep. <laughs> and he yep. says, no, like, please don't kill my daughter, even though, uh, she is, you know, has betrayed me here. Um, you can recruit Sherry, I believe. Uh, but I, yeah, I end up killing her. I, I kill the fuck out um, of her. Yeah, yeah like a weird collection of Vorpal, not quite Vorpal, but like serious flaws in this game. And the number yeah. of, the way they do, you know, leveling is the big one, but the way mm-hmm. they do recruitment is very annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I also do not recruit. Right. Uh, yeah. For for tactics over reasons. Mm-hmm. But after this battle, um, mm-hmm. Maruva says, okay, I'll come with you. Uh, but you know, he asks a question that weirdly has an effect on an important battle later on. You know, he asks, yeah. like, okay, you know, you understand what you're doing here. You're going to war with the Dark Knights, but also against your own sister. Like, are you willing to do what needs to be done? And Denim yes. has has an option here, either to say I can't do that, um, or to say, you know, I've, I've got to do what I must. You know. Yeah. Uh, if you say I can't do that, she'll be present in a battle later on. If you say I will do it, I must. She won't. So this is like a test to say how devastating would it be to you if if if, if she died? <laughs> yeah. Or you know, opposite. Like if you didn't get a chance to kill her, if you're like, yeah, I'll do what I must. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's really weird. Like it, it's kind of opposite, but it's a way of like twisting the knife. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, I accidentally spoiled this on myself when I was like reading to try to figure out how much game I had left. Okay. So I ended up doing the thing where she wouldn't be there because I didn't want to fight her. No, I, even though it wasn't role-playing, it wasn't what I would do as a role-playing, like mm-hmm. role-playing. I'd be like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. But I had accidentally spoiled it for myself. Yeah. I had, I had not had it spoiled for me. Um, I had no, I, I had no way of knowing this would even be an important thing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I role-played it. I was like, it's just shit, man. We have no idea of predicting which way this is going to go. So yeah, we have to do what we have to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so Brandon has a nightmare uh, where something is calling to him. Some kind of creature or force is calling to him. He wakes up uh, and he learns that Sherry failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at Almorica, um, Warren is there and he's he's slowly dying. He explains that the Zenobians uh, weren't here just as exiles, like they said. They were sent by their king to recover a sword called Brynhildr, uh, which is currently in the hands of the Dark Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, this is believed to be a conduit for God's power. Uh, and now again, now there are magical artifacts and, you know, super tombs and stuff. Yes. Oh boy. So, is there a super tomb, a, a, a yeah. tomb with as many battles as the whole chapter, a, a tomb with a view. <laughs> yes. So we have Brynhildr. This is the, like, this is a, uh, a very powerful thing. 
Uh, I mean, and we're going to like, this is going to be like dribbled out slowly over the course of the rest of the chapter. But the idea that Brynhildr is enough to accomplish what they want to do. Uh, and mm-hmm. why do they have Kashua like is, you know, a pretty important like discrepancy, you know, if they don't yeah. need her, why are they, why are they doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when we return to Fidoc, uh, we learn that Kashua and the Dark Knights are at uh, Barnesia Castle and they're looking for a tomb. So, you know, like, yeah, like we, we know exactly what they're up to. We need to go there. We need to, mm-hmm. you know, try and stop this by hook or by crook. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so there's some side quests uh, here, depending on uh, what path you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I had those chaos side quests. Uh, if you're neutral, um, you can deal with the remaining liberation front that are there. Mm-hmm. And if you're law, you can recruit Ozma. Yeah, um, this was not available for me because I had done something that made Hobby Rim not sufficiently loyal. His chaos frame was too low. Yes, uh, and see the first episode for a discussion of chaos frame. Yes, um, there is an optimal path if you want to collect them all uh, in terms of going through New Game Plus mm-hmm. and doing these in order, uh, which is I think neutral, lawful, chaotic. Yes, yeah, uh, and that will max out your loyalty to the characters that are hard to keep loyal mm-hmm. um, enough to where they will weather the changes in your personality to collect all the Pokemon. Yes, specifically characters who you get toward the ends, like uh, toward like mm-hmm. end of chapter three and into chapter four, because there are some of them. I think specifically Hoberim, because uh, he like he's Zenobian, and you end up fighting some Zenobians. You get him, and then immediately you start fighting people who he does not want you to kill. So I yeah. think that's what happens. Yep. Yeah. Um, we got a new uh, battle hazard that pops up <sighs> yep. uh, in Zorius Field, uh, which is Tar. <laughs> Uh, when you get it, you can only it moves your changes your mobility to one, so you can maybe move out of it, but maybe not. Yes. Um, and there's a big lake of tar that the enemy is on the other side of. <laughs> They're not smart enough to try and, and go around it. Nope. They just go into the tar and you kill them mm-hmm. in the tar. Yeah. Don't yeah. light a cigarette, Barney. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the tar is going to be a major factor in what ended up being the hardest fight in the game for me. I had to do mm. a ton of a ton of leveling. I had to like engage with crafting uh, to get through this. But at the gates of Barnesia Castle, um, where you know you're you're going uphill toward a castle wall. Here you have all of your enemies uphill, um, either at the top of this you know small little you know staircase and bridge, or up this kind of like rough mountainside with patches of tar everywhere. Tar everywhere. Uh, and you have two golems uh, who are nearby uh, down at the bottom of this. Uh, and basically no tactic that I could find would give me enough of an advantage, would keep the golems at bay long enough. Mm. Um, specifically because you have these Templar knights who end up being just the real, uh, just a real pain in the ass because they all look the same, but they have different skills. Some of them are casters who will do everything they can to lift whatever status effect you put on the golems. Yeah. yeah they're <laughs> basically there to protect the golems. Yeah. Uh, and the golems start right next to you and they will make a slow march down. Uh, d- down the, the down the tar uh, and you only have an option to go up either up this bottleneck or you know walking along the tar itself uh, which will lower all of your ability and as they're headed down it doesn't help that they are slow because enough of them have um, enough of them have range weapons and magic to uh, to rain down on you for the several turns while you are just trying to plink down these golems 
Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, really hard. This wasn't wasn't my like my personal Vietnam mm-hmm. in this, but this is really hard. And uh, the Templar Knight thing, the fact that they all look the same, but they have different builds mm-hmm. is really annoying. Yes. I do not understand the impetus behind that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I assumed maybe they had different colors and I just wasn't seeing it. But hearing you say like, no, they're all, you know, they all look the same. That's really rough stuff. Yeah. Because so... being able to read a unit was already a little bit difficult for me in this because I didn't have the the libretto, right? Like, I wasn't used to it. Like I, I, by the end of the game, I could recognize a lot of the different units yes. uh, just by sight, mm-hmm. but not all of them, yeah. but having them all be the same on the battlefield really kind of fucked me. Mm-hmm. The, there, there is a color difference between them. So there is, there, there are like purplish blue ones and kind of a, uh, kind of a purplish red ones. Um, however, that the only, that only differentiates which sex the, uh, the unit is. Uh, to understand what they are, you have to like inspect the unit and then go in and look at their skills and equipment. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It was uh readability is really important. Like the fact yeah. that I could do it mm-hmm. was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but like, okay, yeah. you, you identify, <laughs> you identify the caster with the, with the crossbow, uh, who will just completely ruin you, uh, when he, uh, when, when his, uh, TP reaches 100, but then he goes and blends in with everybody else and you lose track of them. So, yeah, like and, go- yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, yeah. and then the, and then the golems, you know, they have limit breaks at this point, uh, just limit breaks that will damage anybody who is within three squares of them. That, uh, that limit break is incredibly tough. Yes. Like I ended up having to use the uh, strategy of like watching the enemy's TP. Mm-hmm. You end up getting some spells that will remove or reset. Yeah. Uh, they're so and expensive. This is where I end up, oh my God. They're really expensive. Like you can, it's a race. Like you can uh-huh. barely get to where you can cast them. Yeah. Be right. Like, in time to use them mm-hmm. uh, unless you're just like absolutely chugging magic seeds mm-hmm. and them shit's expensive. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like this is, this is tricky. And also because of undead maps and especially undead maps that are coming up. This is when I like really need to have a stock of exorcism scrolls because mm-hmm. I need everyone to be able to do exorcism or I'd be fucked. Yeah. Uh, Cause one of the things about this game uh, when undead units come back, they don't come back with less HP. Nope. Full health. Or anything. Full health. It, it just starts over. Uh, it's a, you know, it's, it's tough stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. um, the, uh, so Barbus and Lancelot, uh, evil Lancelot are talking on the parapet, um, bar and they're fighting. Barbus is calling Lancelot a coward for considering retreating to the Lotus. Uh, but Lancelot says, no, no, this is part of a greater plan, regardless of whether we end up using the Zenobian blade that we have. Yes. Um, when Denim shows up and goes, Hey guys, Hey, me. <laughs> hey uh, guys. <laughs> Lancelot and Catua leave. And Barbus is like, I have a new toy, a fusel, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, which is a gun. Uh, this is played for comedy <laughs> here, uh, for me where it like backfires on him. Uh huh. He tries to use it, which is kind of cute. Yeah, well, he like he, he ends up like accidentally shooting one of his own men, and then yelling yeah. at that man for standing in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just kind of clever. It's teaching you how these weapons work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my understanding of Fusel, I never really used them in the game, but they can hit yeah. any spot on the map. Yeah. But they do have to have line of sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also they do a ton of damage and there are like skills that would normally protect you from uh, for, from projectiles that do not protect you from Fusels. So seems like the kind of class to introduce somewhere in chapter two as opposed to the end of the game. But what do I know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. uh, at this point, if you have um, Vice with you, uh, having gone through the route that I went through, he is a ranger and he can equip fusils, um, but hmm. he starts as a level one ranger. So cool. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so taking out Barbus is pretty easy uh, in comparison to the fucking gates. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he warps away. All of these, you know, all of them have their little bug out crystals. Um, yeah. And when you get into the grand staircase, uh, you have Cashewy here. Uh, this can go a couple of different ways. You can either, um, you know, have her leave the battlefield for the upcoming fight, or she will remain and be incredibly aggressive with you, uh, making it possible that you will uh, accidentally kill her and lock yourself out of the good ending. So crazy that Denim is such a jerk that everyone who grew up with him secretly hated him his whole life. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> and, like, he's, he's mostly, like, undercharacterized. He's mostly, like, pretty anodyne and exists in reaction yeah. to everything around him. Like... Yeah. Ta Tactics Ogre, let us have imposter syndrome. <laughs> like, ta Tactics Ogre, I'm a little too high and everyone hates me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Tactics Ogre, we've all been whispering about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's very weird she wasn't there for me so i didn't get to see this but i read about people saying like you know lots of questions like oh i killed Kacho, am i fucked yeah <laughs> you know yeah this uh, is a pretty major character and like the game goes yeah. on without her but yeah yeah um so you do uh you do this fight uh with uh lancelot in this throne room just full of templars mm -hmm. uh lancelot warps away uh when you take him out we get Kachua, uh and she you know she thinks you're gonna kill her um, and you're like, no, <laughs> you're just like, what? <laughs> like, no, I'm, like here you, to, I'm here to rescue you. Like, if you want to come with me, but like, I don't know. <laughs> where are you getting this from? I'm trying very um, hard not to, not to say like, Hey, please settle down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Call, like, yeah. You don't want to tell somebody to like, you know, calm down when they're upset, but Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, so you basically like, you know, you say like, listen, we're still brother and sister. She's like, no, we don't have the blood. And you're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you get two questions and you have to answer these right uh, to assure her uh, to let her live. Yes. Um, so I answered the, the questions right. Uh, she lived. Mm -hmm. um, she joins your team as a class called uh, princess. So she joins you um, as a, pr just as her regular priestess, like at oh, the yeah. same level but where she left you. you get a princess you. card. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the, like you, making she, her into she a princess. She brings prin a princess card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, hey guys, check this out. <laughs> like she's playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> princess is actually a pretty useful, it was pretty useful to make her that. Um, mm -hmm. you know, e you know, even though, you know, we're pretty close to the end because she has, um, uh, she, she gets the ability to equip swords, which is, uh, which is good. Um, she becomes kind mm -hmm. of like the best combat mage that you can get. Yeah. Like yeah. in, in a game full of combat mages, like oh, where yeah. all the classes are variations <laughs> of combat mages. I just wasn't going to train sling up from level one. Yeah. Uh, you, you cannot make me do this tactics. Over here. Like, no matter how much you try to entice me, I know there's no to. treat. Yeah. You know, there's no treat that is going to make me just go grind for five hours. Right. To go do this. Yeah. So. Um, so like you know, the, the, the correct answer to these questions, to these two questions changes depending on whether or not she was present um, in mm -hmm. the fight. Uh, if you do not answer them correctly, uh, she will, you know, instead she'll, uh, instead of going with you, she'll commit suicide in front of you, um, cool. which is, uh, uh, uncool, uh, no, bad, yeah. uh, I mean, bad. it just, it just like calm down. <laughs> like it is, it is, it is a like chill the fuck out, man. Yeah. Like none of this is all a misunderstanding. Yeah. You know, it, it's so, it's so crazy that she gets that extra about this. Yeah. You know? 
Yep. Um, and you know, this is one of those things where like in different translations and in the original text, there's very much, you know, the idea that she wants a romantic relationship with you, but you're not going to do that because this isn't Pornhub from 2016 to 2020. Yeah. Inclusive. Yep. So yeah, you did not, uh, you know, stepdad sneaks up on stepsister.amv and like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not no, that kind of shit. No, it's not yeah. that. Um, but, you know, regardless, she kind of takes, you know, doesn't, not really a backseat in the story, but like going forward, she ends up kind of being the leader of the resistance, you know, like trying to stand up this kingdom of Valeria, um, you know, from these broken remnants. Uh, while also leading the fight against these Dark Knights who are very much working counter to everybody's interest. Uh, they're working in Lotus's yeah. interests. Yeah. Uh, she be- she becomes the ruler. Yeah. You know, at this point, uh, for me, like the rightful ruler. Right. And I kept thinking, like, oh, the peace. Mm-hmm. Like, we-, we did it. You know, we reunited. Like, like she's on the throne. Everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and she's like, yeah, uh, but we still have this problem. You yeah. know, we have to take care of Branton and we have to take care of the remnants of the Bakram. And then we like the rest of from this point on, it's like weird cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that. And then the Dark Knight, it's like, let's go kill our loose ends. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So mm. um, elsewhere, you know, while she is trying, you know, while she is saying, hey, I'm going to lead from the front. You know, this is not a time for me to, you know, to be to just be a figurehead. Uh, we have Lancelot Tartarus uh, meeting up with Barbus. Um, and there is uh, disagreement among their ranks. Uh, basically, you know, Lancelot is uh, berating Barbus, and this is uh, kind of a hint of some things to come uh, as we get ready to march to Heim. Uh, on the way, there are multiple paths to go. Uh, there's like a desert and then uh, a canyon. Uh, canyon has lots of octobi, so we take the desert, but it's no <laughs> real big deal. Yeah. Um, the, uh, we get to Orem City, uh, which is built on the side of the mountain, so there's this huge uh, height discrepancy yeah um and uh you either you know march your way all the way up there or you just sit there and tank up yeah. while the enemies come down to meet you it's a fun fight i, I like this one quite a bit yeah yeah yep. uh but heim ends up being another multi-area dungeon a mad mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh the gates you know mothers have... against multi-user dungeons <laughs> oh that's just ma'am yeah <laughs> mad mamum Mad Madmub. 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 Uh yeah. The the gate's guarded by some archers. It's not too bad. Uh you get a choice when you get inside whether to go to the south curtain wall, which has a dragon bottleneck in it, um, or the postern gate, which is where I went, has kind of like a hedge mage a hedge maze off to the side, which if you get trapped into mm-hmm. it, just you know, there's no direct path to anybody who is uh, attacking you with projectiles. Yeah, movement tax. I think I ended up doing the dragon one uh, mm-hmm. just on accident and just kind of forcing my way through. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, like I was saving before I did the, before I made one of these choices, going in and seeing what one was, going in and seeing what the other was and making my decision based on that because, yeah, I don't know, intelligence is good. Adding that mechanic to one of these games is a really good idea. Yeah. If somebody ever makes another one of these, mm-hmm. like having, if you have a certain class in your party, like a scout class, like add that to the thief skill set because mm-hmm. thieves tend to be pretty useless. Yeah. But like, if you have a thief in your party, you get to see the battlefield and the layout before you go in it. Yes. Incredibly Bada important. Bing, you can prepare. You know, yeah. it'd be really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I understand that it's tactics. So it's, you're making decisions in the moment and a forethought is strategy. There is a difference between yeah. them, but we can, we can, we can forget that little bit of pedanticism, right? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. Final Fantasy strategy. <laughs> you know? Um, <sighs> so we, we do this uh, this battle. Afterwards, we see Branton arguing with the uh, Dark Knights. And we're there. Uh, Lancelot walks in and tries to stage a coup against him, but Barbus and his own men turn on him and right. rush him out. Yeah. He has lost the confidence of the Dark Knights. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is weird because Lancelot Tartaros has been set up as being like the ultimate villain of this entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to, to keep all that straight. And it also feels like a little bit like, Oh, this is another like political factions quibbles I need to deal with. Yes. You know, in mm-hmm. the middle of this, that mm-hmm. doesn't add up to a whole lot. Like, and spoiler, like I don't like the end game of this very much. I, no, I think no. the end boss is good, but like, you know, it's not chapter four of this, I think is pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, and you know, we're going to get into this, uh, this stream of battles. That is a real problem. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So. Um, so Heim courtyard, uh, we have a complicated area with like, just like tons of little terraces, uh, separated by stairways. Um, again, mm-hmm. bottlenecks really tough to, uh, you know, if you're trying to make any kind of advance, uh, you, you know, you might have Canopus, you know, able to go around from place to place, but everybody else has to hoof it. Um, you know, after you do that up in Heim's war room, we've got this, uh, just a real bastard of a dark name, dark knight named Martin, Martin. Uh, yeah, th- this is the guy who I, I talked to before. Who's a real, gotcha. this guy's a real, real asshole. Yeah, yeah. no, he's tied up Lancelot, um, ba- uh, Balzephon and a third one. And he has taken, uh, Brynhildr, the sword, um, on its own. Um, and we learn the reason why there is this descent in the ranks. So, you know, they are, you know, th- this advance party for Lotus coming in and trying to soften up Valeria. Um, Martin accuses Lancelot of treason, saying, hey, we could have just gotten the sword and then taken what we needed, but you got us wrapped up in this whole thing with the princess. Um, and we're just going to take the sword and, you know, break the seal for ourselves because we think that you were going to, you know, try and betray us by by breaking the seal yourself, essentially. Yeah. No. Uh, Lancelot and the other people decide they don't want to be tied up anymore. Mm-hmm. So they flex and then the ropes disappear. <laughs> um, they flee. We arrive at the Great Hall. Uh, Martin and his Dark Knights, uh, you know, took off for some place called the Hanging Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Branton says, okay, Barbus, you saved me from that coup. Go kill these people for me. <laughs> and uh, and Bar- Barbus like, hold up. Wait you know, a minute. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you don't own me. Um, and we get into a fight. With her uncle. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, if I did not take Catchwell with me, but she has additional dialogue. Mm-hmm. If you take her with you. I, I had already trained a superior priestess. Yeah. Um, and basically, like, he's just a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, hey, you've been prolonging this war. You knew about Catchwell's birth. You know, you could have saved all those lives. And he basically said, like, I was lowborn. I had to make my own nobility. Yes. I was born without a silver spoon. So I fashioned one of steel. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, it's a pretty tough fight. You've got these cleric Templars. Mm-hmm. They're just mixed around with everybody. Um, while Branton, uh, loves hanging out on top of these pillars, uh, just like out of reach of everybody. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, you finish the fight. And Kachua uh, gathers her council in the war room. Uh, there's no more backroom. 
Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is going to be Valerian. Uh, and this is like, could be the end of the game. Yeah. Me? Like, I feel like this should have been the climax. And then this the rest of the stuff should have all been rolled into the post game. Yeah. You know, no, we have uh, they're like, Valeria. You know, yeah. We've united the, the Valeria. We did it. Um, but they're like, Hey, we still got dark nights about, we have right. to go find them. They're in this area called the hanging gardens. And I'm like, what the fuck is the hanging gardens? Like, I, I've never heard of this. <laughs> this has never it's been apparently the, the biggest section of the country uh-huh. uh, that's ever been just by, by real estate. Uh-huh. Um, you know, yeah. uh, we, uh, we, we go to leave and we find, uh, in, in, uh, Brandon or, uh, uh, God, what is it? What are these oh, in, in, in rhyme. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or in this area where they've, they've actually, they had Lancelot and they've tortured him to death or tortured him to being a shell of his former self. Like he's yes. just one flew over the cuckoo's nest, like staring out the window. Yeah. Like, like they, they, you know, Kip Kashua and, uh, Denim go in, like they had heard a rumor, you know, like, Hey, where's this great hero who basically we kept on trying to find him and we were looking for his leadership and he's a shell of his, you know, shell of his former self. They don't even recognize him really when they see him. Um, is like his, yeah. his his portrait's all different because he's all scarred and his head's been shaved and stuff. He won't even really speak. Denim activates his music box. You know, the the music box that uh, that uh, Lancelot had, you know, shown him and said like, you know, this is the reason why I fight. You know, my wife had died, but I hear the song and it keeps me going. When he hears the song, like Lancelot gets up and screams and collapses on the floor. Like, so this is Lancelot. Yeah. Like he's having this response, but he is not, he is not well. He is not together. He is gone. Yeah. Yeah. It was not nice of us to, uh, to play the, the music box. No. For him. No. It was not actually a, a kindness <laughs> no. as much as it maybe seemed like it was. Mm-hmm. So uh, to do this. we get his sword. I was too low level to actually use that on any of my folks. So oh well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is okay. Yeah. Uh, this, and this would have had a big impact if I'd played the previous game. I feel like I'm not super attached to this character. Like I understood he was a solid bro, mm-hmm. you know, but like, eh. yeah, like I, I got my party at this point. Like, and this all again feels like postscript. Mm-hmm. Um, the final dungeon is this thing called the hanging gardens, right? Which is a, I uh, introduces a gimmick. This is a multi-area dungeon, uh, where most of the, the battles don't have plot to mm-hmm. them. It's just here's some monsters. Yeah. Um, and when you, uh, do it, there are multiple doors. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just do the default, then you just end up fighting the default. Like you, you're going to go into the next default area. Yeah. Um, if you end up finding a secret door though, you go to these other areas mm-hmm. and you skip, uh, skip something. So you end up doing anywhere between six and 10 battles. Right. For this. Now understand that you know most like uh, most of these chapters have somewhere between hmm, like like fourteen and fifteen battles that you have to do in them, fourteen, fifteen, yes. sixteen. So like this final dungeon, what it represents from both this kind of maze area at the start, and you know the linear series of battles that you do at the end when you catch up with the Dark Knights, represents as many fights as the rest of the chapters, but you're past the point of no return. You cannot yeah. go anywhere else. So, like, this is a major test of both your skills and how much you have managed to save up as well. Yeah. Uh, pretty kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and hard to talk about battle by battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one battle that I want to mention uh, here that uh, destroyed me was <laughs> the mountain that has the one pass up it and is filled with undead. Mm-hmm. Um, the undead 
they go, there are ghost and skeleton archers up top that just rain arrows on you while undead dragons come down. Yep. And I managed to stagger um, the undead dragons like respawns. Yeah. So one of them would go down uh, and then, you know, before I could get to them, because I would take them down with ranged weapons before I can get to them to exercise them mm-hmm. or my character would uh, be able to, you know, get the MP needed to exercise. Yeah. Um, I would have to, uh, he'd come back while I was taking out the other one. Okay. So it was just, it took a million years and I ended up having to start over the dungeon and go back to the store and buy more exorcism scrolls. Jesus. And I, I lost my mind. <laughs> uh, I was extremely upset. Yeah. Uh, about this. Uh, yeah. No, so, I, hit, I hit that one too. I have no idea how I managed to get through it, you know, without, without needing to do that. There was just like, it was uh, it, like, it just literally took forever. Uh, it's no good. Yeah. Uh, it's a really, really frustrating Mm-hmm. Battle. Yeah. Um, and like these are interesting areas from like a topography kind of point of view. Like mm-hmm. they are, spa- you know, smaller spaces that um, are pretty like dense with different, uh, you know, like different paths around them. Uh, like the, the actual like levels themselves have good evocative Matsuno names, you know, like yeah. the serpent's spine, his fist upraised, uh, songs of raven hair. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah like like that's cool i like that uh the the vermilion stare the beast has fangs yeah yeah. just like the the different parts of these gardens that all have different names to them and such like that part of it's cool but yeah it's uh it's quite a bit yeah Um, it's just too much for me yeah you know by 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 quite a bit honestly like um i was really ready for the game to be over Mm mm-hmm at this point like if i'm being super honest like it felt like i'd hit a climax um we're gonna go deal with the the supernatural shit Mm -hmm. um as we go into um you know the dungeon underneath when we actually make our way uh down here right before we do so we run into uh lancelot and martin are at king dorgalula's tomb uh they're gonna break the seal here yeah. Uh, that's beneath the garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. We kill a Dark Knight we, who we had met before and Doris, like who, you know, just like the, 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 the dialogue in his battle had to do with like, you know, him working with the Dark Knights after they after after they sacked his, you know, his his home village. Basically, like mm-hmm. they, they took over Lotus took over his country um, here. He tells you like, yes, you know, like they are at uh, Dorgalua's tomb. Um, you know, that's what this is, you know, the hanging gardens, you know, it wasn't just directed in memory of the King. He's buried here. Um, and he says, you know, like you, you know, no matter what happens here, you need to make Valeria strong as a rock because otherwise Lotus is going to roll in and destroy you just like it did us. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good. Uh, (laughs) We we head down through through the dungeon. There's a fight where we fight, uh, Barbus and Martin Mm -hmm. together. Um, just the two of them yes. and we have a, a small group. This is actually a really fun fight. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I really like this. Uh, it's difficult, yeah. you know, uh, to do the, this fight because they're both really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I basically win through move economy, Yeah, you know, like just having more turns than they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just barely like this is, this is really fun. Yeah. To me. Um, it's like, I, I like that fight because even though you're fighting two of them, you're allowed to carry in five, which, you know, yeah. make, it's better than carrying in 12. It'd be a little bit too much of a stomp, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's a, it is, it is a fun, fun climax fight, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's too late. They have already used uh brain to break the seal. You know, yes. we're, you know, we're, we're in this chamber, 
you know, the and you know, we see just all this, you know, fireworks and stuff going on. And Barbus, you know, talks about what the king's legacy actually is. And we're fully yes. into the into the realm of the supernatural at this point. So King Dorgalua, he had lost his faith in the gods of light uh, because he had lost his wife and son, um, <laughs> uh, both kind of at the same time. And what he had sought to do was to go and seek the help of the dark gods in hell to bring them back. So he was getting a mm -hmm. little bit of a Faust kind of thing going on. Um, and you know, this is the first we have really heard of the light or dark gods. You know, we have the Falaha or whatever, who the Abunas were, uh, you know, priests to, but you know, all of this goes back to part of the creation myth, this ogre battle between mankind and the ogres with the gods of light on man's side and the ogres on the, on the, on the side of the, uh, and the dark gods on the side of the ogres. Yeah. Yep. So the seal here is this chaos gate. It opens the door to hell, to the dark realm. Mm -hmm. um, and it's sealed from this side. Yes. Not their side. Uh, so when we take them out, uh, they break the seal. And the demonic king, uh, Dorgalua, uh, I pronounce that differently every single time, mm -hmm. uh, emerges and he beckons for Brynhildr. You know, so we can get out of the summoning circle. And we do our two-phase emboss, which I actually really like. It's really good. Um, I didn't expect yeah. this. And it was tough. <laughs> yeah, it's really tough. Uh, what he does is you summon, you bring can bring in your full 12 group, but you fight a whole doppelganger uh, crew of them with Dorgalua uh, there. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. Like you are fighting a mirror match uh, in a tactics game. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's I'm like, oh, man, I got to get that fucking cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> that, like evil cannabis has to go now. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, and I ended up doing this the same way I did everything, which is lots of charm. Uh, -huh. uh, but it was probably, you know, the second heart, you know, other than that undead dragon Vietnam thing that I went to, yeah. it was probably the hardest battle I did. Uh, but really fun because mm -hmm. I had an intimate understanding of the capabilities yeah. of all of the, the enemy units. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so it's actually pretty fun. Like it is, it is you understanding how these, how these different units work together. And like, I know what I would do and you're up against the AI who, you know, kind of has a different idea of like what optimal play for these would be, mm -hmm. um, you yeah. know, kind of at a more, uh, atomic level, you know, running the running, you know, its own understanding of the odds and stuff. And you don't have to take out all of them, you know, like I knew what I needed to do with my, <laughs> with my six archers or whatever it was yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know I, I i knew like okay i've got to take out the you know like these priests and stuff like that in order to um open things up it's a little bit uh lopsided in their favor because you do have uh dorgalua um running around yeah. doing buffs and debuffs um but yeah like you are trying to take him out while they are very much keeping you busy yeah, and you actually don't, uh, a pro tip for this, which I did not know, is that you just need to, if this is, again, take out the leader. Like, mm -hmm. I was fucking with my crew. Yeah. You really just want to focus fire. Uh, because it starts a second phase where you fight uh, Super Dorgalia, um, but you don't get a heal in between or anything. Right. Um, you know, you get this little thing where your whole crew is set up, uh, like the positions of the clock, 12 mm -hmm. around him. Yeah. And uh, had to fight him who is in the center. Uh, he can teleport, like teleport around. Um, hit you and everything, and he had huge uh, damage resistance. No, uh, for me, like I, most of my attacks, like my normal archers and stuff, did not do damage to him. Oh wow! Um, I had to wait for TP 
attacks. Hmm. I ended guy. up taking him down before he could move. Hmm. I don't know what I, I have no idea what that was. I just could be higher level. Yeah. You know, like uh, into spending more time leveling. Mm-hmm. Um, regard, like I had some things that, like the berserkers. If I switch them to uh, they have like a skill that increases their strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I use that, uh, I can hurt them. Mm-hmm. Etc. So I just kind of plinked him down with my guys who could hurt him. Yeah. Uh, and it was not super hard. Like this phase was way easier than the first phase. Yeah. Um, you know, but it just, he, he kind of teleports around and does AOEs. Yeah. Uh, that hurt a lot, but your guys are very spread apart. So you're unlikely to get, get hit, you know, hit everybody. It's, it's unlike every other person. fight in the game in that way. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, where you're all clustered together. Yeah. Um, like, and to me, this is the end of the game. <laughs> like this is the end boss. I did not do the rest of the stuff really. Yes. Uh, here. Yeah. Um, and as he's, as he's doing, you know, as he's fighting you, he is kind of doing his villain speeches, you know, talking about, I need to bring my, I need to bring my wife and son back, you know, like he still is very much, you know, motivated by, by that because he has been trapped in hell and warped by these forces, uh, as they go. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to, it's hard to reconcile that with some of the broader movements of the story that have come before this. It feels very unrelated. Yeah. Like it, it's about family and stuff, but I, I don't feel like that theme was ever properly centered yeah. in, in, in the, the game. And it's also like such an abstraction of being about family. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a hellscape with a demon Lord of the creation <laughs> myth. Like this felt like out of nowhere. Like I like this mechanically a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't, you know, as much as Final Fantasy Tactics gets uh, shit for bringing in all the supernatural stuff, mm-hmm. like partway through, the evil Jesus that possesses your sister, mm-hmm. I like more than this guy. At least yeah. based on, you know, and probably in part because of that being a self-contained story. Yeah. You know? Like this, you know, this might have made more sense if I had the entire Tactics Ogre series mm-hmm. to have the context for these guys and all these factions yeah. i just kind of didn't I, I had a very hard time like connecting mm-hmm. to this in any way other than mechanically at the end yeah and like the you know the the the, the evil jesus and all of that integrated pretty well with like the rest of the themes of that story in final fantasy tactics because so much of it was about the history that is actively hidden from you and yeah. what kind of forces dwell in those spaces that nobody is aware of Right. And and this this game kind of takes a little bit of that steez, but it kind of just throws it in at the end, it felt yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Like up until that point, I was a pawn and that's a you know, that's a that's Matsuna's thing. Like you're a mm-hmm. pawn and they're bigger forces. Yeah. Um I felt like the bigger forces, the ultimately bigger forces, were not hinted at uh until the end. Like they're still there, but the gradual like turning up of the supernatural shit mm-hmm. with the you know, the stones in Final Fantasy Tactics ended up being a stronger way to do it. Yeah. Uh for me. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so with uh, Dorgalua down and uh, the gate to hell open, we have a problem to deal with. But we have some Deus Ex Machina. Uh, Warren, who had previously been bedridden, um, you know, appears and uh, warps everyone away, including Denim. And it's presumed mm-hmm. that he uh, that he sacrificed himself to uh, to to redo the seal um, here. Yeah, as the garden kind of collapsed around it. Uh, having taken out the Dark Knights, uh, Valeria can be united. Kachua gives her uh, speech at her coronation here. Um, we get all of our allies kind of take off, take off generally. Yes. Um, so I did not have Vice 
uh, but mm-hmm. he stays on as a protector. Uh, Olivia has a blessing from her father to, to well, you, your thing, to be with mm-hmm. Denim. She was not romantically interested in me. <laughs> uh, you know, she's so just hung out. It's <laughs> cool. I'll uh, be here if you need me. Okay. Yep. Uh, Donato decides to take the Wallister orphans to Almorica to take care of them so he can uh, get to know them so when they grow up, they can not listen to him. Yep. When he tries to tell them <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Uh, and, kids, uh, kids, cannabis. please, please, <laughs> yeah, please, do not drink those bottles beneath the beneath the sink. Fuck you, old yes. man. <laughs> yeah, old man. I've seen. I knew what happened there. <laughs> I, I read a pamphlet on it. Uh, cannabis leaves with the others in Obian Nights. Yes. Um, and he's like, hey, like you know, when you get a chance, why not come and visit us? Yeah, you know, see the land that Warren Lancelot gave their lives for. Yes. Um. Yeah. yeah, and you know, Denim, he's you know, like he is relating all of this to his father's grave, you know, and he's going to take them up on that. Like he is going to go and wander um, in Zenobia before he comes back, you know, as Lo- you know, he is sure that Lodi is going or Lotus uh, is going to uh, going to invade. Um, this is like this is different uh, than in previous translations. My understanding is in the like in the in the previous versions, um, Denim sent himself into exile because he knew that he could not be an effective agent for Kachua, um after everything that he had done in the run up yeah. to in the run up to the peace. So it's you know it's a matter of you know like it's like what is it in that first chapter? There's blood in my on my hands. How soon until it hits my heart or whatever? Um, yeah, you know like he through the actions of the war knows that he cannot he, can, he cannot be useful um yeah. and we get an ending card that kind of draws takes a little bit of the wind out of the sails uh because we get both a to be continued but also um uh like text about valeria lasting for 1000 years before joining peaceably with the people of heth uh we have no yeah. idea like we have not heard what of anybody from heth, heth. <laughs> yeah yeah what's that supposed to Who's mean that? to me heth wants sex <laughs> Give Heth. Uh, yeah, we don't know what Heth is. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we can keep going if we want. Yes. Uh, you we have know, a couple so of options now, for how to do that. Yeah, there there is a Coda episode, uh, which deals more with um, Good Lancelot, mm-hmm. um, which I was sure I was going to do. Like, I was like, you know, like, I wanted to play this, and I just ran out of time. I didn't, yeah. didn't want to. Yeah. Um, you can also jump around. You get the world uh, tarot now, so you can jump back to specific decision points. Mm-hmm. Um, to see how things go, you bring your whole crew back with you. Uh, this will end up creating mirror matches. Mm-hmm. Like if you have vice in your party and you go to a vice fight, they'll, they'll just be two vices. Yeah. Um, and since battles scale with you, like this is your way to see the story battles mm-hmm. and still have them be mechanically challenging. Um, I'm in favor of this Yes. as, as an idea. I just didn't, was not hungry for more tactics ogre. Yes. Um, and then there's also a big challenge. There's all the side quests we didn't talk, you know, we, we glossed over and there's also a big hundred floor, uh, the palace of the dead, mm-hmm. which is where you get into all your meta stuff. Like when people online talk about like optimal builds mm-hmm. it involves like grinding this, the palace of the dead, like items you only find in the, the palace of the dead Yes, and stuff. Yeah. Um, they added the uh, PSP version, made that friendlier. There are now shops. Hmm. That show up so you can restock. There used to not be shops. Jesus. In the Palace of the Dead. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's one epilogue that we didn't mention. Um, I, I, I don't. I, for, I forget if I made a note of it or whatever. But um, Lancelot and Balzephon, they get away. They return to Lotus. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it was really Barbas and Martin who, you know, did the betrayal and took Brynhildr. Like, they, they go, you know, th- th- they basically just hop on a boat uh, to go back to Lotus with their tail between their mm-hmm. legs. 
Yep. And I have a feeling we'll be running into them game after game. <laughs> as, a, as a new and exciting location. So I was unclear on how the Game Boy Advance game fit into this. Apparently, at least that's a that's a prequel. Like that shows yeah. that shows um uh Lancelot Tartarossa's um fall. Um Yeah. yeah. Well know. it's called Lights of Lotus. Like it is about those guys. Yeah, I, I, I had no uh, idea that it was specifically about that character. I thought it was about the Knights of Lotus more broadly. Yeah, and, and that's kind of Tactics Ogre. Like, there was more mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Uh, I had my fill. Yes. Uh, so I stopped. As I, you know, I mentioned last episode, my play clock for this was 60 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that included some fast forward, but also a couple false starts. Yeah. Um, I got my chunk. You know, this could have been if I wanted to do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Easily 100, 110 hours. Yeah. You know, probably just to redo it multiple times and do that dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, in a world where, like, you know, just content, you know, the amount of content is best. You know, and when I say world, I mean, like, I guess like an age, like if I was of that age, mm-hmm. I would have just like slurped. Oh, Jesus. You know, slurped yeah. this up. Yeah. As is, I was just like this, you know, I, for reasons we enumerated, like I was like, this is a worse version of Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm-hmm. The story here is actually legitimately good. And Final Fantasy Tactics is great. Yeah. So even a worse version of it is still good. Mm-hmm. But I do not have an unlimited appetite for this. And some of the character stuff, you know, if the plot stuff was good, some of the character stuff was less. And mechanically, it just had those, like, some big problems that just really stopped me from falling in love. Yeah. uh, With that. Big problems that they're obviously married to because they've had, you know, several bites at the apple with it. And I understand that there is a certain amount of, you know, you you, you don't want to change something on people who have, you know, been around, right? (laughs) So, like, just just, uh, people come to expect, you know, that the game is going to work this way. And maybe, like, the recruitment and angle there is you know they view it as something that is baked in that people are really going to enjoy and also that is such a part of the fabric of the game that changing it to kind of match our requests about it would 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 fundamentally change what the game actually is you know for a lot of people who are you know who who are who are kind of into it so like I, i you know they 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 see all of these bad decisions, all of these things that didn't land well for us. Let's let's put it that way. They see all of those as assets, and they kept it in from revision after revision. And I feel comfortable just saying that, like, yeah, there's so much about this that I appreciate. And I'm happy that I played it, but like, I could not help but think that there is a version of this that really landed for me better um, elsewhere. You know, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Because there's this for people who like it, and there's Final Fantasy Tactics uh, for me, you know? Yeah, and, for the rest. And and, and and that appeal, you know, it could probably just be nostalgia, you know, like prior to it, it, probably Dark Souls and maybe a couple of MMOs, Final Fantasy Tactics is the game that I put the most amount of hours into. Multiple hundred plus hour saves. Yeah. Is the thing. Like, I was worried about that too, but then having replayed them and, and gone into this with like a fully open mind, like... Mm-hmm. It, the class system, this is objectively worse. Yeah. Like, I, I know objectively is, is a bad word mm-hmm. when it comes to criticism, but, like, it's not that you level up classes that's worse. Starting mm-hmm. characters at level one, it is like getting, mul- like, in Final Fantasy Tactics, you get Cloud, and it's a bummer because he's level one and everyone mm-hmm. complains about it. 
In Tactics Ogre, let us cling together. You get multiple clouds it's, per chapter. It's everything. Yeah. It's it's and it's really really stifling. And then mm-hmm. even the fact that when you uh, put in that time, having the characters have so less or the classes have so much less identity mm-hmm. from each other is really stifling. Yeah. You know, like it is. Uh, it is much harder for me to differentiate the difference between a holy knight and a knight both of which are armored characters that use white magic. Mm-hmm. They can use, just use different white magic yeah. versus like a mediator and an oracle. Yes. You know, or something like that. Like things that just very clearly, or a dancer and a ninja, mm-hmm. a samurai, like, you know, a samurai and a bard. Like the, the classes are just very different Yeah, in, in FFT. And, uh, you know, I can understand the plot being something that is, you, know, you kind of take your own, your own way. Mm-hmm. But this is a really, really grindy game where yeah. I would say the lion's share of the battles are what if somebody was hunting you? <laughs> Gotta fight him. Yeah. And even in the law path, it sounded like you just ran into speed bumps on your way to doing the plot. Yes. Like for the most part. Yeah. And like that is that's a big bummer. Like I, I'm not trying to tell anybody if they have a preference, they're wrong because they can have a preference for based on these ineffables. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it is just nostalgia that makes the the class and character build system of FFT better. Yeah. I think it is just better. That's persuasive to me. You know, you, you've played, I haven't played Final Fantasy Tactics since we, uh, since we covered it for the show, uh, which is a mistake. I need to like play that yeah. game because I fucking love it. Um, it's still got like issues. Like you still, uh-huh. end up, you know, like you're, there's still parts where you, if you want to get a lot of JP, you train. Mm-hmm. You know, so that can be boring where you stand in a field, you throw rocks at each other. <laughs> uh, that is that is a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but that's that's like all this is like this game is all that, except instead of going in a field and throwing rocks at each other, mm-hmm. it's going back and forth and just doing random battles to for every class. Like and I wanna, it's, it's five times as much. I want to I want to talk about that because you know, just just real briefly. And I know the episode should come to a close, but I want to address like the idea that like, OK, there is grinding here. And to a certain mm-hmm. extent, like the mode of combat here is gratifying, right? You know, moving around yeah. on the grid, like you know the, the just the the, the AP based system and like the 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 really intricate, um, you know, uh, the really intricate initiative system the, the, that's in play here. Like to a certain extent, like. I can give the I can give the uh, the like the, the the bummer story battles uh, kind of a leeway because it's just fun to engage with that. However, mm-hmm. when we talk about grinding, we're not talking about grinding along the main path and like yeah, no, just like a lot, a lot of these battles battles are the same. Like when you get into a random encounter on a particular map, it's going to be pretty much exactly like the battle that you had before. Like yeah, you know so. In Final Fantasy Tactics, when you got into a random battle in a place, you know, and you were high level, like, it would bring in different care- different enemies with different classes and, like, different monsters and stuff like that. Here, it's just level scaled up versions of the enemies that you would have fought here anyway. So if Without you're going the named to- character or... Like yes. Story, but beats. Yes. Yeah. You know, so like when you go back to you know, like if you're if you're if you're going across Tynamouth Hill or whatever, which is a you know a, a fine place to uh, to level up, you're going to be doing the same battle over and over again, and that you know, like they tend to work out the same way because you know, even though the enemies do level with you, their behaviors don't necessarily don't, change. Don't actually that much. change. Yeah, yeah just so numbers like, change. I just kind of knew, like, okay, yeah. like this, you know, okay, so the wizard spawned over here. I'm going to go over for this, and I'm going to wait while everybody else kind of comes to me. Cool. And you do yeah. that, you know, five, ten times as you're grinding. <laughs> like, yeah, 
And and alternatively, you set things to auto battle. Yeah. Right. And then you do it. But that is less engaging than the most like tappa 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 <laughs> JRPG. It's, it's like, also you just... expensive because every time I sent yeah, I, I yeah. them to AI, everybody was like, well, fuck yeah. Let me start throwing around these magic seeds. Like, no, no, you can wait. Yeah, you, you don't you don't need this for that. So like the way to optimally auto battle to grind would be to like sell all your high value items <laughs> for a fraction of what you paid for them. Yeah. With the idea that you'll get enough money from battling to buy them back. Uh-huh. You know, it's 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 just it's weird. It's a it's a weird choice and it it it's the part of this that doesn't like there was definitely a seed of this that was worth rescuing and bringing into a more modern era. Yeah. You know, because it's incredibly influential, super ambitious. Like this is a Super Nintendo game for fuck's yeah. sake. Like <laughs> but the 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 sensibilities of it are very stuck in that era. Yeah. You know, of of not and the thing about Final Fantasy Tactics with its flaws like that at its best like, you know, with not throwing rocks at each other in a field, like <laughs> accepting that that's a bummer, accepting like putting in your couple levels as Archer is kind of a bummer, mm-hmm. right? To get Thief and stuff. Um, it still doesn't, it, it can feel timeless at times. Yeah. And just the amount of just like pure, you know, throwing yourself up against the same battle at Tynemouth Hill mm-hmm. that you do in this feels like it's from a, a totally different era. Like it is yeah. aged really badly. Yeah. And what's frustrating is that would have been an easy thing to address because this is such a major overhaul. Oh yeah. They change I mean, a lot. Change almost everything. And like keeping the idea that like, yeah, when you get classes, they're level one and it takes a million years to make them viable. Mm-hmm. You know, like the idea that you change classes uh, or you level up classes instead of characters. Mm-hmm is really appealing if I'm going to consistently get new characters mm-hmm. and change them into existing classes that I've already leveled up. Yeah. But that is, is not actually my experience no, with any of these games. My experience it, is I have a cadre, <laughs> you know, of people who I like, uh, and those are my guys. I've been, mm-hmm. I've invested in them. They're my same people. You know, when I do Final Fantasy Tactics, I do two different kinds of playthroughs of that. Mm-hmm. I either do all generics and like this is my army. I've been crafting these guys since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very satisfying. Or I do uh, as few generics as possible. Yeah. And be like this is the canon story. Yes. And those characters all start off powerful and worthwhile mm-hmm. when you get them. They're varied. Uh, they're, they're extremely yeah, varied. Super yeah. varied. Yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna get you know Masudio and and Agrius and like you're gonna get like several different knights, but you're also gonna get uh, like Beowulf mm-hmm. and shit. You're gonna get weirdos. Yeah. Uh, in there that that cover these spots it's very rare that I have the problem of getting a new character and like being like, man, I wish they were already level 10, Mm -hmm. which this game does allow you to do, but at what cost? Yeah. You know, I mean at a pretty great cost because getting a new character or like unlocking a new class, we mentioned this in the previous episodes. So forgive me for uh, repeating myself, but like, like either of those things, new character, new class, like that should feel like Christmas morning, man, or yeah. a, <laughs> just, uh, or insert whatever annual gift giving holiday you prefer. Like that's huge. Like that opens up new possibilities. Like, it at least should feel fun. Yeah. And it all ties into the grindiness of it because, you know, we talked about how the base mechanics and battles of this are pleasurable, you know, but they're pleasurable. That's a tool set. And if the tool set doesn't change and the things you're using the tool on doesn't change, mm-hmm. it ceases to become pleasurable. Like yeah. there's a weird like chalice dungeon DNA to it mm. where it's like if you just really enjoy engaging with moving these guys around. <laughs> sure. You know, yeah. uh, the fact that you can't use the character you're grinding up because they'll die in one hit 
mm-hmm. they can't do more than one damage to everything also fucking blows. Yeah. If you're trying to auto do the battle, you can put them on rear guard, Yeah, uh, which is the closest thing you can do to passive uh, for a character, mm-hmm. but they're still going to get killed. Oh yeah. Because and the enemy prioritizes them because they're soft. Yeah. Cause they're soft. It's, it's maddening. It's, I, I, it's been a long time since I played a game that is more, I'm more in the pocket for that had, you know, fewer problems that were this deep Yeah, to like interrupt my enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the story, like all those turns of phrases, the way that the story scales, the individual combat stuff, that's all very fun. Yeah. Uh, but it does, it's, it's, you know, it wasn't enough for me to like fall in love. Like I will keep this, I will keep, you know, the original PSP version for someday, mm-hmm. you know, to play on an airport or, or an airplane or something, yeah. you know, it'd be good for that kind of thing. But I, uh, was pretty happy to see it in the rear view, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I finished it. Yeah, uh, I, I really scaled back. I intended to do everything, you know, because I just I, I I figured that I would have an appetite for this. Like I you know had an appetite for Final Fantasy Tactics, and it just didn't didn't really pan out that way. And I worry that people are going to say, "Oh gosh, you guys spent the entire time whining or what have you." I want people to understand that like this is still you know an edifying thing to have played, right? Like yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy I, to have you know gone for it. I and I hope that I, I hope that if you do perceive us as as whining, you understand we're not whining about difficulty. We're not whining about no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a couple of hard battles in this, but generally it was fine. Right. It's whining about tedium is always valid. Yeah. I think. And I think that between these two episodes, we did a pretty good job of explaining why those individual choices suck the star from the sky. Yeah. And what they mean in practical terms. And, like, it's okay if you hear that and you're like, that's not really a big deal. Like, I do not mind doing five or six battles whenever I get a new class. Yeah. Uh, to, to train them up. That's okay. Like, if, if that's you, you know, live your truth. Right. But to me, that's not why I play video games. Yeah. Like, I don't want to run in place quite that much. Yeah. And, and like, you know, in, in leading up to this, like around the time that it came out and also just as, as this game has come up in conversations, nobody, nobody explained that there were those differences that made such a, that had such an impact. Right. I, I, I feel like they don't remember them. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be one of those things where something is quarantined in the past. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, game came out 10 years they, ago. Yeah. Yep. They're remembering the high points. They're remembering the plot beats, mm-hmm. you know, and some of the innovations and they're not remembering the actual experience of it. And that's, yeah. that's the WAF experience as a Gary Butterfield of <laughs> like saying like, yeah, when listen to me, when, when I, when you actually play this, you spend a lot of time doing this horse shit. And, <laughs> And people are just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember that. It's like, you don't remember that the same way you don't remember every day you went to work. <laughs> you know, you don't remember it because of conservation of detail. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of like an experience, it matters because it's a big bulk of the experience. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to take this away from anybody who digs it, but just no, like, no. it's grindy. Um, you know, and, and in a way that like you cannot you cannot engage with that, which I didn't do. And that just ended up limiting my tool set a lot and erasing some of those good feels. Yeah. So um, thank you for listening. We appreciate yeah. you. Uh, sorry for the little background noises that have happened in this episode. Somebody is moving, I think, mm. uh, in my apartment building. So they're banging and moving furniture in the hallway outside my apartment. Very little of it has come through. So don't worry. That's good. Yeah. Um, the uh, next episode we're going to be talking about for our premium episode, we're going to be talking about Mario Golf Advance Tour and also a smattering of golf. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, why so, golf games are good. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to kind of structure that a little bit differently because I think we both remembered 
advanced tour having a little bit more story than it does. Yeah. Um, if we just did the generalities and then talked about the story, the back half of that episode would be 10 minutes long. <laughs> um, so instead, we are going to kind of do the first part as kind of a survey of golf and video games and why mm-hmm. that works for us. And the second part, talk about advanced tour more specifically. Yes. Uh, so we will, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a weird episode, but it's mm-hmm. a good game and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I love golf games. Yeah. And I love, yeah. uh, I, I love experiment, experimenting with the structure of the show. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, next month we will be talking about Disco Elysium mm-hmm. and Devil May Cry, the original 2006 version. Or 2003. If you have anything to say, yep. 2003, thank you. If you have anything to say about any of those games, please hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yes. Uh, the deadline uh, for that will be um, August the 15th. I always panic and look at this. Uh, if you are listening to this episode on the early release feed, um, you do have time. Uh, it's July the 15th is the uh, is the deadline for Tactics, Tactics Ogre, Mario Golf, and uh, Hitman 2. Thoughts? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, if you like the show and if you want to hear that Mario Golf episode or that devil may cry episode or mm-hmm. any of the premium episodes we've done hit us up on patreon if you go to patreon.com slash duck tv mm-hmm. uh you can hear all of our bonus episodes get a bunch of bonus shows and support your boys yeah very appreciated makes a big difference um you know and you know leave us ratings or reviews uh tell us tell your friends about us uh all that good stuff yeah uh and until next time what should they watch out for cool um, they should watch out for new classes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind well, of a bummer. Well, good, good thing COVID means there won't be any new classes. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm sad. Ooh. I'm sad now. Mm-hmm.